0: Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, where we break down the latest gaming news and give you godlike insight and analysis of everything happening across the gaming industry. I'm Mayor Ryan Reynolds. And I'm Matt Bronson. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, welcome to episode 44. In this episode, we're going to talk about the World Health Organization declaring gaming addiction a thing. We're going to talk about lots of E3 2019 predictions. That's a good one. And we're going to talk about the makers of Dark Souls' next game with George R.R. Martin and more details on that and a whole lot more. Mode Unlocked episode 44 where we have cleansed ourselves completely of Game of Thrones. Winter came and went. And we are now waiting for it. We've decided that we're going to do the Wh- Wh- Witcher is Coming Witcher instead of is Winter coming. is Coming. Not really. But we do actually have some Game of Thrones news during this show. But uh, let's start with the World Health Organization has voted to make gaming and a, a gaming addiction officially recognized as a, as a disease. And this will go into effect in 2022. What was your reaction to this?
1: This is a happy note to start on. <laughs> um, you know, I, well, I figure
0: it's a controversial topic. It's so. just
1: about anything can be
0: an addiction, wow, that right? That was my thought. So, I'm, I'm glad, I guess. That, see, that's that. I guess, and look, by no means am I me a health professional. Zero. I have zero knowledge here, but to me, you can be addicted to. Literally anything. Yeah, there's a, there's a show about addiction it. addiction. Is the disease? There's it's, a show about like the weirdest addictions. Yeah did, yeah, did you ever see it? No,
1: it's it's usually really gross
0: stuff. Re- yeah, and that's what I don't get. And you know, there may be scientific or medical reason for classifying you know different types of addictions. To me, addiction is addiction. It's it's like it's the same. And again, maybe medically, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking I'm about. I'm with you, but. You can be addicted to drugs. You can be addicted yeah. to. To me, there's
1: addiction. The the target of your addiction sort of yeah, is the irrelevant. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like a personality problem. Yeah, it's a chemical problem, like yeah. a reliance on something. Yeah, I was gonna say
1: if it's not a personality pr- problem, you're you're dead meat. Well, you know, what I, mean. you <laughs> yeah, know what I mean. They're gonna
0: rain down on you for saying that, it, right? And maybe, but, well, maybe that's what. You know, there's actual like chemical dependencies. Yeah, you know that's what we could argue, like a drug addiction. I don't know, and then like an addiction to gambling per se. Like we
1: said, it's it's seems like it's the addiction that the target almost seems irrelevant. So it's kind of odd that they just were like, oh yeah, a gaming addiction. Well,
0: and see, that's what I don't know the context of. It could be. Do they have like? Do they classify? You know, like eight, you know, thousands of different types of addictions. They They could. I'm sure they do, but. Yeah,
1: uh, it's almost like what's the point? Because it, they're all addiction, Yeah. They're gambling.
0: Addiction gaming, to anything is unhealthy. Eating your own skin. Yeah, I'm addiction like, yeah, whatever to whatever is. is unhealthy. It's a problem. Um, I, I think I saw a lot of people up in arms over this because they, you know, gamers feel like they're being targeted. Like this is a negative habit, you know. Okay. Like, and that's not really what they're saying. They're saying that. When you are placing anything, including gaming, before your personal health, before social, you know, going to work, you yeah. know, anything, then it's functioning. Yeah, it, it is a disease that you are placing. Yeah, and I got you a feeling, you know, it's
1: with. it's probably a numbers game. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of there's way more gamers. Yeah. And therefore, probably people addicted to gaming. Yeah. Then oh, there yeah. are some of like the lesser, smaller, you know. More I, I do, personal addiction.
0: I got it's it's such a weird, multifaceted argument because so I think we've all kind of known somebody. I mean, especially me. I played World of Warcraft for years. I know a lot of people who, really, replacing the game, you know, way before everything else, and that is a serious problem. Yeah. Um,
1: oh yeah. I mean, I'm. We've known people. Oh yeah. And you you you, you know you you see people like this. At college, you see them, yeah. you know, high school, at any
0: age. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know. I, I. Not to get too political here, but, you know, like, there's a huge, there's still a huge debate. And, like, there's problems with insurance companies, like, not covering, like, um, you know, like, services for drug addiction. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if... That kind of is the, the line that World Health Organization takes, is let's classify more and more things as addictions to try to get people more help with their addiction. I don't know if that's kind of the line that they're taking. Could be. But I know we still have so much work to do, you know, like with drug addiction and then you know we're talking about gaming addiction. It's like, I, I don't know, just very yeah. in-depth topic. But I know a lot of people are upset because I feel like gaming is being, like, specifically targeted, targeted yeah. and, like, getting a negative connotation. I mean, like, I'm not, know, don't play Fortnite, it's an addiction. I'm
1: not upset, but it's just, to me, like you said, there's only addiction. The, the target of your addiction is almost your own. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, we're, starting off, we're really starting off with the societal issues here this week because yeah. now... Um, so the United States government, you know, we talked about the loot box ban bill just like what last week I think, yeah. or the week before. So there's a new tariff being considered. It's actually like on the agenda for consideration, uh, and it lists a whole new, you know, list of items from China to receive a 25% tariff. And specifically on that list were video game consoles and controllers out of China, including both the PlayStation 4. And the Xbox One, who are uh, manufactured by a company I think called Foxconn, if I'm not mistaken, which is Chinese based. Um, So people are speculating, you know, if this gets through, it's essentially going to raise the price of PlayStations and Xboxes by 25%. Yeah. So what do you make of that?
1: Maybe. I mean, it depends on whether or not, it depends on what degree the companies are willing to eat that 25%. And it also depends on. The degree to that, um, China will inevitably allow their currency to devalue to eat into that 25%. So, the, I mean, it's possible that consumers see very little of that, yeah, maybe like 10%, maybe none, um, maybe the whole thing, maybe the whole thing. I mean, it depends. I, it, it all depends on the company, too, because, yeah, <laughs> like Sony, I can see Sony not wanting to take that hit, yeah, but, but Sony. I mean, somebody's a large corporation, but they're not that large. They're not cash flush, like, exactly. Like, Microsoft is a trillion-dollar company. Right, right. They can hit, take that, hit. And, you know, I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about Apple. Yeah. And, you know, the same thing happening with them. And they've already said that they'll take the hit. Yeah. They're going to take the hit. Yeah. Like, they're not going to let the consumer see, a, see any of the, yeah. you know, 25%. So. But they already probably have like a 50% markup anyway.
0: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. When you're you in know. a position like that, you can say, well, we'll ride it out. Who cares? Yeah. And
1: um, But, I mean, their, their shareholders won't care because obviously...
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, But I, I think a company like that, you can play the long game. You can say, okay, this tariff isn't going to be in place for five years. Well, you know, like, Let's
1: hope not, but... But that's what they're going to expect. It's know? it's possible. Anything's possible.
0: I mean, we really don't know where, yeah. where this is all going. Yeah, um, I'm not sure anyone does. But when your profit margin is, like, <laughs> like you said, 75% or something, then, well, yeah. we can afford to.
1: Yeah, but like I say, shareholders won't be happy because obviously. And when
0: you're evading taxes by storing all your money in that's, Sweden.
1: <laughs> that's 25% less. You know, unless yeah, you know, have yeah. a miracle, it's 25% less yeah. versus last quarter. Or right. The, or, you Do you know, have to cut your employee benefits?
2: benefits or, or, and, you know. uh, yeah,
1: shareholders always want more and more and more. Oh, sure. And 25% instantly vanishing,
0: that's, that's going to be super Do hard. Do you think – because, you know, a lot of people are talking about, like, well, what are the next-gen consoles going to cost? You know? Yeah. I'm like Oh, yeah. I, I, you no, know, I didn't even think about that. This specu- is definitely hitting at a very awkward yeah, time. Yeah, I think speculatively – Maybe they'll sit there and add an extra fifty bucks on because they don't yeah. know where it's going to go. Like yeah. will this pass? This I don't know. This is a know. very
1: awkward time for this to come out. Yeah, and, you know. And write. I don't
0: think, to be clear, I don't think you know because Xbox and we're going to get into this later. They're revealing their next gen console in less than two weeks. Yeah, I don't think you will hear pricing whatsoever. Yeah, oh, no, no way. It's now. too early. Not now. It's too early. Well, yeah.
1: With this tariff business going on, there's no. Well, way. and it's
0: still it's still at least a year out. Yeah. So I think they'll announce it. Six months or Boy, so. Boy, they got to be sweating
1: right now because, you know, when they built this machine, these machines, both of them,
0: yeah. PlayStation and Xbox, yeah.
1: they obviously didn't have this in mind. No. But so I, well, I like did read that um,
0: grenade. Microsoft had the Xbox 360 manufactured in Mexico. Yeah. So maybe, because, you know, they're not manufacturing these consoles yet. Yeah. Um, maybe they just, that's the way they get around it is, well, you we're know, not going to produce it's it It's funny. I,
1: I saw. After the whole Huawei
0: thing, do we have that on our list? What thing? Huawei. No, but we can talk about it if you want. Well,
1: after that whole thing, I, I seen someone from Mexico saying, oh, you know, Mexico's on board with Huawei and yeah. this and that. And I was like, you realize they're, they're going to try and give the manufacturing to you guys that, <sighs> you know... If we can't manufacture stuff in China. Yeah, right? yeah. They're gonna they're gonna try and put it in Mexico. Yeah. Where it's go. like they're so competitors. You should be like you should be like cheerleading yeah, for, yeah. for this. Down, stuff to with, them. down yeah, with them, down with them. Yeah, because we're, we're gonna try and manufacture everything in Mexico next. Um, you know, maybe that's neither here nor there. The well, like you pointed out, Microsoft has done a lot of
0: manufacturing you, in Mexico You made a great point <laughs> when you say like, well, who knows how this is gonna turn out? Like, you know, I had this similar conversation with my wife last night how like I felt like even like three years ago like things were like pretty stable and like you could predict things like I feel like now not just politically but like through our whole society and the tech industry it's all like interconnected like everything is just so volatile right now it's so wildly unpredictable oh yeah like things that were unthinkable five years ago oh yeah are now just like oh happening and like I don't know. Like you really never know where anything's yeah, going to go, and that's it's always been that way. But there was always some level of like, there was almost like you know when you go bowling and you can put those bumper guards yeah. on, like that's how we kind of were as a society, yeah. you know. And now those guards well, are I think, gone. I think you're right. And your balls going in every which lane. I, and
1: I think you're right in that we grew up. I mean, we're we were born in the late '80s. Yeah, like just as the Soviet Union was crumbling. Yeah, yeah. And so we sort of grew up in a bubble that, like almost like an artificial bubble where there was America and then there was nobody else. Like There was, you know, like as far as challenging America, um, you know, in any fashion, there was just nobody else. So there there was like peace around the world. It was like, oh, everything's fine. And then fast fast forward to about 9-11 and now, you know, China. I think that stability allows for things to pop up like this, and now here we are, where it's it's very unstable again because it's things wild.
2: Have,
1: things have like you know all these other countries have have caught up.
0: Well, yeah, inevitably people find ways to compete, and it, sometimes it's by taking shortcuts and doing unethical things. But they will find a way to compete. You yeah, know, like one way or another, they will. Yeah. So you can't be you can't just stay on the top forever without somebody swinging it.
1: Yeah, I mean it'll be interesting to see what they do for these console prices, especially in such flux.
0: I still think that the... I mean, we'll talk about it during our E3 predictions. We're making our E3 predictions this episode, by the way, guys and girls. Uh, you know, with, with Microsoft, and we'll, it'll be interesting to see what Sony does because we know Microsoft's taking a high-end approach and then a low-end approach. And I think the high-end approach, by doing that, I think they can really... You know, well, who cares if they're charging an extra $50? It's, You know what I mean? Like, you, When you buy the high-end console, yeah. you're already going to spend like... Like, I think the high-end console is going to be 600 minimum. Yeah. So, what's the difference between 600 and 650
1: Yeah. I, I'm hoping it's about 750
0: Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Like, when you're investing well, that like, much...
1: Like, maybe that's the price in my head. Like, like $750 is as high as I'm willing yeah. to go. But if it's 800 uh, that might be the fifty dollar. You really dollars think that, so? Well, eventually there's there's a fifty dollar. A few
0: episodes back you were saying that you know well you said there was some number that once you get over that you're like, uh eh, I think it was like one hundred and one fifty. Yeah. Where it's like if it's under one hundred, you're yeah, like, well, well, whatever. Yeah, it's in some buy. But then once you get to one fifty, you're like, Yeah you yeah. gotta think. No, about there it. is
1: a huge difference between one hundred and one like, well, yeah, fifty. Buy, works. Like a hundred dollar. Fifty dollars, I won't even <laughs> think twice about it. If it's one fifty. I'll be like, oh, ah, yeah. you know,
0: let me go home and think about it for a while. <laughs> well, let's let's do this. Speaking of one fifty, let's skip ahead on the agenda right here. What did you make of this play date thing that was on the cover of Edge? This is a hundred and fifty dollar micro console. They're calling it. Honestly, I think it's just sort of that trendy thing. Like it, it looks. Is it though? It looks like something. What do you mean trendy? That it's trendy? Like, the PlayStation Classic, the Nintendo Classic, like, building on the back of that?
1: Like, yeah, something like that. It's just the fact that it, it does sort of have that retro look and retro feel to it. It does. And it, it has an oddity. And, like, it just sort of has a, a, an iconic look to it.
0: So, I could see it taking off. I can't. It, it would just I be can't. the oddity of it. Because a lot of these... You can kind of develop for PC, the consoles, including Switch in mobile now, like almost in, I don't want to say homogeny because you know there is legit differences and yeah. power differences. But I think w- I think when you're adding these other platforms like that, like the average developer, a there's no mark there's no base to start with. But so like when you make a game for this, there's you're taking a huge risk, which is okay. Yeah. But and they're gonna be cheaper games anyway. Um, you no, know, I don't know. Like, remember when the Wii got announced? I forgot this thing existed. Yeah. Until this week, they just announced it's getting shut down. Well, I mean, I guess it would depend on the price. Yeah, I mean, it's 150 bucks. Um, you were just saying 150 is a lot yeah, more than 100. Yeah, I, I
1: gotta agree. I mean, if it was 99, that that would be that'd be different. I obviously on sale.
0: But to me, again, there. it's it's. I'll say it a hundred times on this show. People will go where the games are. Yeah. And you know, like. I guess if they came out gunning with, you know, some really impressive yeah. games, maybe my team I mean, it's, it's would in change. black
1: and white, right? I mean, honestly, I, I expect it to fail. Yeah, yeah. But I could see it being a success only because it's it looks kind of iconic and it's it's weird. They're only trying to carve and out people, a niche, really. people like weird things, you know? That's like, true. <laughs> you, you always imagine stuff on paper being point A to point B, but yeah. that's just not how life works. Yeah. That's not how people... I mean, Twitter is the dumbest you know messaging system there ever was and yeah look how popular that got yeah I mean 140 characters are you kidding I mean, it used to be like 80 plus 280 now yeah. it used to
0: be like less than 100 before I think I just think I don't know like we've seen it over and over again like these companies come in like oh we're gonna make hardware and like how many of them succeed you know, Valve couldn't do it for god's sakes Valve wasted how many millions of dollars trying to make these steam machines um you always get these people that are like, oh, I'm going to make this console, well, and then thing. like it comes out and like you literally hear nothing. Well, that's like, the it's thing. It's silence.
1: I mean, if, if they target like the hardcore audience, yeah, I think it'll definitely fail. If they target sort of like the, the Tamagotchi audience. What like, is the Tamagotchi? Like, like, like just,
0: just kids in general. But they're all on mobile already. They're all on mobile devices. Would you rather play Fortnite on your phone or buy a play date? But that's the thing is,
1: you're not going to play Fortnite on this. It, it wasn't designed for Fortnite. It was right, designed kids for don't want,
0: That's what I mean. kids don't want, I don't, I don't know. think. Kids are weird.
1: <laughs> kids are weird.
0: We'll see. We'll see. I mean, would you well, I'll agree. When you sent it to me, I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. Like, looking. It looks. It yeah, looks. It looks, cool. looks very iconic. But, like, without showing me games for it.
1: Well, and, I looked into it. I looked into, like, some of the, the games. Yeah. And, like... The game I saw it was actually mostly operated by the, the crank, crank itself, <laughs> the fishing rod. Yeah. Like and it was it wasn't like a fishing game. It was like a 2D platform game and yeah. you, you sort of like
0: used the crank for Time? So there's a crank on this thing, if you don't know.
1: Yeah, I thought the crank was just to, like, power the battery or something. <laughs> but apparently it's actually for game. While you're one. playing
0: the game, you gotta turn, so make it electricity. Like, like,
1: yeah, you had to turn the crank to make your character move and stuff, and it was just... I don't know. It was, it was something different, that's for sure.
0: I... I don't know. It, it's just weird to me. I, I, I... And I will keep hitting out at developers and publishers, manufacturers, whatever, that do this. I hate this approach where they show you a console and then they're like, Well, over the next year we're gonna show you the games. No, blow me away. Like show yeah. me all the good games. Well, I don't that think you the games have. are gonna blow you away. Well no, no, but <laughs> that's what I mean. Like you know, like PlayStation 5. They announced the PlayStation 5 without yeah. announcing a single title. And I don't like that.
1: I mean I, I if it fails, I think the reasons the two biggest reasons it'll fail will be one, it's $150, which isn't an insta buy. And two People today only want to carry around their cell phone. I don't think think anybody wants to carry another device. I mean,
0: I've even heard a lot of people say that that's their biggest complaint about the Switch is that they won't take it outside of their home because they don't want to carry it around. Yeah. And And that's that's definitely me. That's, but it's it's funny because that is. That is the main thing. That's a selling point.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you can also carry it around your house, I, 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 know, I know, I know. It's just funny, like, you, though. That the
0: whole just... point is, well, hey, you can take it, you know, you can take it you wherever you go, and nobody yeah. does. Take it on
1: your couch while somebody else is watching TV or something, you know. it's It's got a lot of use cases. Yeah. Even in your own house. Yeah. But it's not like the, the 3D yachts where you could actually take right, that right. wherever.
0: So let's move on. We'll go back to this other one. Because we're talking about hardware and platforms and consoles, Google has promised Stadia launch details, including the release date, the price, and the games. They're all going to be announced this summer, and um, there's not too much more to say about that other than I wish they were going to do it at E3 because I th- I think they don't want to do it at E3 because I think they'll look stupid uh, up against like directly up against you know. A, Hardcore video yeah. game manufacturer. I think this thing's gonna be as a technology again, I think it's like, yes, it's a path into the future for sure. I think this thing's just gonna be totally underwhelming. I don't think they're gonna have yeah. much. I, I'm disappointed that it was like when they said this and I summer that they didn't show games. When I they said
1: it. when they said this summer, I in my head I thought that meant, oh, E3. They're gonna yeah, yeah, E three. Yeah. That'd be nice. And I mean, part of me thought that, that tells
0: me they don't wanna be a real
1: player. Yeah, and the other part thought no way you know like google is all about like the apple model where we don't play with anyone else we always do our own thing yeah and that to me is just it's it's not the right idea if you want to be in this industry yeah in this industry because this industry has sort of a culture
0: yeah
1: yeah and e3 is part of that culture now we see even the major players are starting to yeah yeah pull out the strings of that a little bit but um you know, it would have been nice for them to show up at least for the first year and I be like, "Hey, we're here too." It makes a bold too. statement
0: for them to step in and say, "We're here." Yeah. Like this is, you know, we we're coming to you. We're we're serious. Don't come this. to us. Yeah. We're coming to you, and this is what we're bringing. I think that's like a bold, very confident because
1: face. it felt like they did sort of half and half. That's like, what I mean. You know, they 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 had an Ubisoft game, so they're like, "Oh, you know, we're we, we have real games here." Yeah. And then they're not at e three, so it's you know.
0: That's what I mean, I, and I know they've got Doom, which is great. Um, again, I do think that Stadia and similar technologies, because there'll be other things that are just like it, uh, are definitely a part of gaming's future. I just, I just, I am not convinced that this is going to be like a major player now. No, I, I yeah, it's mean, definitely a play for. The and game. and you know, you and I have discussed many times how Google will roll out something, and then like two years down the road, it's like. Gone. Like nobody talks about it. They forget about it.
1: And to be honest, I'm a little I'm a little surprised at Google's inability to be more of a force in the cloud.
0: Yeah.
2: Arena.
1: I thought they would do better. Yeah. But so far Microsoft is just Yeah. Microsoft and Amazon are just kicking up. Yeah, they're just kicking their butts up and down.
0: Uh, Here here's one of the main reasons that I don't think Google's gonna be able to compete. Again, I think sure they'll be able to it's not like nobody's gonna use it. Like people will use it. It'll make its mark to some extent. Um, I and again, I think like we said, Google has this tendency of rolling around a really promising technology, but then somebody else really runs with it. Like yeah. they just kinda like, well, here it is, and then somebody else. Well, takes I think the ball. I
1: think every once in a while Google really hits it out of the park. Yeah. But for everyone that they hit out of the park, and I don't know, maybe this was exactly their strategy, but for everyone they hit out of the park, they have like 10, 10 services misses. that yeah. just absolutely yeah. crash and burn. Yeah. But and that, I sent you an article from, yeah, I don't yeah. remember. They're damaging cool, their brand. But yeah, and pointing out this. So it's not just us that are noticing. No. Like, the degree to which they have so many failed services yeah. in
0: the mix. Well, you think about it. They've got the search engine. They bought YouTube. Which is probably their second, if not their first. Yeah,
1: but we don't know if they actually make any money off of YouTube. Actually. I'm sure they but do. But it's, it's a great tool for yeah. launching other products. So even if they're not making money on that. Yeah. Like, you they've, know. They've got the Pixel. Yeah.
0: Um. I don't know what else.
1: Yeah, that's about it. And you know, the Pixel's not even like.
0: It's a distant third.
1: Yeah. It's not really the heavyweight. Yeah. On the Android side. Not yet anyway. It's I mean, they're doing an okay job Yeah, I
0: think they've me. carved out a... It's a good product, I feel people like the, say. The,
1: the Pixel phone, all the other Pixel devices are just...
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yuck. So here's why I think that Google isn't going to be able to compete. We've talked about <clears> it on the show before. Other execs have pointed it out. Google's rolling out this streaming service. Soon they're going to be announcing what games they have. Microsoft dropped this news this week. Like, literally after Google said, oh, we're going to announce our... We're going to announce our games and stuff. Microsoft has Project xCloud, which is their streaming service, which you know is going to connect basically the Xbox and PC gaming infrastructures and put them on any device, anywhere. A lot of really in-depth stuff. Um, so they announced that they've already, at this point, xCloud's not out yet. 3,500 games are playable on xCloud right now. And they officially announced this. Specifically, I feel like, just to point out, like, Oh, hey, you're looking at, like, Stadia? Well, guess what? We've already got. You know, whatever they yeah. announced, who cares? We've got 3,500 games <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. So there's a big gap there. Yeah. Like, they. I don't feel like Google's going to be able to compete with and content. They, and they got a
1: lot of games that Google will never get. No. They'll never get. Like, anything from, like, the Xbox 360 era or the original Xbox era, that's not coming. Going forward? To Google.
0: And, yeah. and, see, that's the thing. Like, unless Google money hats exclusive games to get people to Stadia... I mean, sure, like I said, I think they'll be able to carve out a niche for sure. I, I think there'll be people that'll play, you know, especially, I don't know what the price is going to be, but um, it, content is king. But then again, and then they again, you have none right now.
1: You know, I don't know if you need, like, as we're seeing with Steam, sometimes having just a huge list of games. Oh, I, I agree. Doesn't always mean you're going to be
0: yeah, better off. I don't, but, but if. But like, it's definitely, it's, it's like definitely, if Amazon doesn't need, or Amazon, Google doesn't need 3,500 games. If they bring out three big, exclusive, really good looking games, it'll yeah. totally change my oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't need 3,500. They need games that you yeah. want to play.
1: Like if they get Cyberpunk, the next GTA, and, you know, Call of Duty, well, not Call of Duty, but, you know, some game that doesn't require, you know, yeah. instant input. Uh, and then that is big Like yeah. that'll attract people for nine ninety nine yeah. a month and I'm sure like you and I was just thinking this while you were talking but I'm sure we definitely won't see the pricing for the new consoles because no, definitely not. because Google's event will be right after yeah. E3 yeah. and I'm sure Google's just sitting there praying that someone will Someone will release a
0: price. Yeah. So that way they can so go. They know what they
1: to can do. go. They can have a big slide saying you can pay seven hundred and fifty dollars well, for I this think, console or nine ninety nine. I think I think Stadia
0: is just gonna yeah it's gonna be a subscription model. Pay nine ninety nine a month. It's just like Game Pass basically. Yeah. Pay this much a month and you'll get our library of games streamed through your Google Chrome. It
1: is less so than Game up. Pass, which is. Pretty impressive.
0: What's that? It, it's less than Game Pass a month. What money wise? Yeah, they haven't said how much it is yet. I thought they
1: said it was nine ninety nine a month. No,
0: no, they're announcing the price this summer.
1: Oh, why did I think it was nine ninety
0: nine? There may be a rumor that it's oh, nine ninety nine. Okay,
1: well, it'll probably be fourteen ninety
0: nine then. We'll see. But uh, it's interesting. I I just think Google to me has so much ground to make up, and I've heard insiders talking about because Microsoft has invested so much in xCloud and making sure that all the games, like they have all these options for, like developers don't need to redo the games. They're just instantly playable on xCloud. Like they don't need to do any extra work. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot more appealing than Stadia, which is going to require like specific... Development. Yeah, like Microsoft has already done all this, like the smallest, stupidest, like most interesting, uninteresting things, like dynamic text size. So when you play a game on xCloud, it can pick up the size of your device and put the text on the screen in like yeah. a. Whereas if you're playing it on, Stadia or whatever, um, it has to be like specifically programmed. And you know,
1: I'm starting to wonder if, if the way they handled backwards compatibility. Now I know it's hardware; it was a hardware issue. Yeah, but I wonder if it was like a happy accident for them that they had to essentially emulate all yeah. of their backwards compatibility. Because yeah. I wonder if that's really what sort of drove this, this you know, having 3,500 yeah. 3, games available on the service right yeah. now yeah. is because the emulation is already there. Bill. yeah. So I'm wondering if it was sort of like a happy accident or if this was always the goal.
0: Just curious, what came first? They seem to go hand in hand. So. Yeah. Um it'll be interesting cuz i'm sure xcloud's going to be discussed during e3 so cuz i'm sure there's going to be a price for that as well you're going to have to pay for the ability to play it on everything i don't think it'll just be oh, free oh sure oh yeah so let's talk about unless they mix it in with game pass they could i think they'll i just think there still has to be some extra fee just for the data like you know they're moving a lot of well they could i mean through I, that cable
1: will they call the service xcloud or will it
0: Right now, it's called Project
1: Cloud. I wonder if they'll just roll it in with Game Pass and call it Game Pass. Yeah,
0: yeah. they don't have... Right now, it's just called Project And then you X-Cloud. have, like, I don't streaming think that's games and your man. downloadable games section. Probably. I don't know. Well, the idea is that, no matter what, if the game is released on Xbox, it is on everything. So, it's on PC. It's on XCloud. There's no yeah. extra work to be done. That's yeah. the whole point. And I think that's why it's going to be... Uh, interesting to developers because they don't need to do anything. Microsoft handles it. But I
1: don't, you know, now that I think about it more, I don't know how. Will they really have two separate services that are essentially the same to gamers? Like Game Pass and X Cloud? Like it just doesn't seem. Well, you
0: could. You don't have to pay for Game Pass. It seems like to maybe they could xCloud. have two
1: tiers of Game Pass. Because yeah, they could roll them together. I mean, Game Pass has really built up a certain, um, you know, Name recognition yeah. within the community. It's got a, it's got a good brand there. Yeah. Like it's sort of the, the But Netflix I I think you'll gaming.
0: have the option of doing XCloud without subscribing to Game Pass.
1: Almost everybody refers to Game Pass as the next Netflix of gaming. Because, so I'm sure they're gonna to wanna to keep it Game Pass.
0: But you'll be able to they don't want it to be just Game Pass because if you buy a game that's not on Game Pass, you'll still wanna be able to play it through XCloud. Yeah. So Oh that's true. It, it, no. Yeah, I
1: don't know how. I don't know how they're gonna handle it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll it's see. gonna be interesting to see.
0: Yeah, if if they're willing to just throw it into Game Pass, I don't know. We'll see. Rather yeah. we'll, than we'll speculate, we'll find out soon. Wait, so the games you buy will also be available? Every game released on Xbox is gonna be XCloud enabled. Well, yeah.
1: I don't know. I guess we're gonna see.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, let's move on.
0: So, so like, if you buy the new Call of Duty which is not on Game Pass you're going to be able to play it on X-Cloud. Yeah. I didn't didn't know that. That's their, yeah.
1: I didn't realize that if you buy a game that it would be on X-Cloud That's their,
0: I mean the developer has to do some That is actually really cool. It's, it's just, but their, they have, their goal is to have built the infrastructure so the developer needs to do nothing extra. Like we will, you tell us we can do it. But if you can
1: have the game locally and then also the option to, have it like so I can play it on my
0: yeah surface. Yeah Pro that's too. the point. Yeah. That's really cool. You can even play it on your phone. Like yeah. that's the point. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, so here we go. We've reported a rumor previously that George R. R. Martin of a song of ice and fire slash Game of Thrones has been working with From Software, the developers of Dark Souls, on a new a new game and some more rumors about it leaked this week. And, George R.R. Martin confirmed on his blog that he has, quote unquote, consulted on a video game in development in Japan. So, seems that this rumor is true. The rumor is that this game is called Great Rune, or at least that's its name right now. Uh, it's based in North Norse mythology, um, and this game is a game about... Surprise! It's multiple kingdoms, and your character has to you know go around through the multiple kingdoms. It's an action RPG, no Surprise! And the rumor is that it's going to be revealed on Microsoft stage at E3, which you know, as you and I talked about a couple episodes ago. If you want to reveal on a stage this year, it's Microsoft. You don't yeah. really have another choice. Um, so, what do you make of all this?
1: Um, wow, that's a uh, that's an interesting
0: rumor, isn't it? That's- I always forget. I get all the mythologies confused.
1: That is quite the cocktail of um, fantasy and just—it's an like all the pairing.
0: buzzwords. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you got, got George, George. You got yeah. You, you got, got Dark Souls. Japanese developers.
1: Um, you got Norse mythology. Norse myth. Miso- yeah, I mean, you just got everything going on right there. Um, very odd mix. I don't even know what to say to it, really. Um, I could see it being at Microsoft's e3. Oh
0: yeah, me too. Uh, they're gonna want their next title to continue their, you know.
1: If it's from software, there's. I mean, is Activision gonna be at E three? They said they're gonna be at E three. They haven't they?
0: been there in like five years. Well,
1: I, yeah, but I thought they were. I thought they said they would be. They've there.
0: got a. They've got a Call of Duty, um, conference. But it's just for Call of Duty. Oh,
1: okay. So then that throws that out. See, I thought maybe this would be like the next, from software Activision It could be. Show. It could be. Um, but then it want to be. I mean, it, it could be. It could be at Nintendo's, too, uh, I
0: would think. This game's not going to be on Switch, I promise you. Well, you never know. They have not made a game for Switch. Well, I know, that's why they could. It won't be on Switch, I promise.
1: Um, obviously, it's not going to be a Sony's.
0: Well, they don't have one, so. Sony.
1: Um,
0: I hope it looks exactly I, uh, like Two Humans.
1: I mean, if From Software... <laughs> that's all I
0: can think of, because the last game I remember based in Norse. Mythology was too human.
1: If From Software is sort of a hired gun right now, they could also be at one of the other big publishers. Uh, who, publishers show.
2: Who
0: was Sec- Sekiro was on Microsoft stage last year. It was revealed at yeah, Microsoft yeah. stage. Yeah. I think wasn't it? Yes. Shadows Die Twice was revealed at Sony's. The teaser was at Sony's the year the before. The teaser was at Sony's the year and before. And then the big reveal, was, the reveal was at reveal Microsoft. At Microsoft.
1: Which, yeah, which obviously got some fanboys going.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, When Devil May Cry and RE2 showed up at my, uh, Microsoft, too, everybody was upset about that. Was uh, RE2 at Microsoft? Yeah, uh, both of them were. But it was
1: revealed at PlayStations.
0: Uh, I mean, there was an announcement of the RE2 remake, like, years ago. And but then, it
1: was re- RE2 was revealed originally at... PlayStation, And then, I, there might have been a trailer of my, one of Microsoft's shows at one point.
0: But. It was never revealed until Microsoft's last year, I'm positive. No. The, the, the trailer.
1: No, because the, the original reveal trailer was the one with the rat. Look it up.
0: The one with the Google rat it. and the king It's at Xbox.
1: I mean, I, I do recall it being at an Xbox show. It was last year. They had never shown it before. But the actual reveal for it was at Sony's E3. Because Microsoft got Devil May Cry. Five. They did,
0: yeah. They didn't get both. They, the, the, they got the first gameplay of RE2 on positive. Okay, they
1: might have. Maybe the first gameplay.
0: Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't remember the rat and the can. I you think don't you're remember
1: dreaming. the rat trailer? I think you're dreaming. It starts no. off with like a little rat scurrying around, no. and then he, he tips over a can or something, and something falls on him, and then Leon walks in the room, and I'll show you after the show.
0: <laughs> you sure that wasn't at Microsoft's?
1: No. Okay, well, that we'll, was like the biggest reveal. At Sony fi- show. We'll figure this out, guys. and it might, it wasn't even E3 last year, it was probably like, was like well, one of the PlayStation experience or something. I don't know, the one with where they revealed control that's where it was, whatever show they had control at, it was the same show.
0: We'll figure it out, it's not important. Um, here's the other big piece George R. R. Martin has promised and said that he will be imprisoned. If Winds of Winter is not done by next summer, so he's going to some convention next summer. He confirmed his appearance. Time, time to send him some soap and, on a rope. And he said, he said that if the finished book is not in my hand by then, then I will be imprisoned.
1: I mean, he promised it for like last year and this year. Well, he stopped
0: promising it for like the last like three years because yeah. he knows he. I, I, I'm a firm believer that it's actually done.
1: It's no it's, way. I'm, I'm a firm no, believer it's right. it's done, but it's in, like, the, a review process where, you know, he's...
0: I, I think it's, like, really close to done, which is why he's promising. saying this. Yeah, yeah which is, you could be right.
1: And it's sort of in a review process yeah. where he sends it Being off to edited. his team to look through for, yeah. for uh, contradictions
0: and stuff. Yeah, which could take years. Yeah. Because... Because he
1: does screw up quite a bit, apparently.
0: No, well, he has to send it... He sends it to two fans. Yeah like Ooh.
1: super die
0: hard yeah. fans to tell him if he screwed the, something yeah. up yeah and he let them write one of the Westeros history books yeah. he was just like a secondary writer or yeah. whatever
1: well yeah secondary until like he wrote most of it
0: <laughs> yeah because I think it was supposed to be a hundred pages he was
1: only supposed to add in like little
0: and snippets and ended up being like 1500 I mean, or he something ended up,
1: they wrote 70,000 words. he wrote 350,000 yeah. <laughs> he was only supposed to write little snippets yeah, yeah. to what they wrote yeah uh, and that's why
0: we are. Where the man we are. has no self-control. Well, yeah. Well, and he also did you read? We're going to get too far off topic here. Did you read his the leaked outline for the original trilogy? That he. So when he pitched this to his publisher, he pitched it as a trilogy, which is common, oh, yeah. common yeah. knowledge. Mm-hmm. But this this week uh, leaked doc, and a document leaked out of what his original pitch was. The characters are not even close. Jamie was gonna kill Joffrey and become the king.
1: Yeah, uh, I know Arya was completely different.
0: Arya was complete; it's nowhere close. Tyrion was gonna be like in a love triangle with Arya and yeah, John, yeah. um, but more, even more was in. This. Some of this was known before, but there was even more to this. Doesn't one. Wasn't
1: Tyrion kill Arya in the in the original? I don't. Know. And I think and the original
0: version did. of Arya was actually closer to what we, the version of Sansa that we got, and then yeah. Arya kind of spun off. The whole thing was just not even close to what it's, it's oh, he up getting. it's interesting to see yeah. how much his ideas
2: change.
1: Well and you know, he says he says, you know, I don't want anything affect my story yeah. and this and that. But you know, he's been writing it for thirty years.
0: Yeah. How can you not how can that how can that not be be influenced? Thirty well, years I truly think because originally he had a like a five year time jump planned, and then uh he got he like canned that idea but not until later and at that point it was after Storm of Swords and then he canned that because he tried to write a whole book like yeah. that and it didn't work Yeah. so he had to undo it and from that point on he's had to figure out okay my entire plan is shot now what do I do and he said multiple times that he's like painted himself in the corners where he's like <laughs> this is not where I was supposed to be yeah. how do I get this character from here to there and like I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we can move on from that. Yep. So, God Mode Moments. We got some rumors this week. Uh, not too much to say about this one. I mean, we can talk about this one and then skip it from our E3 predictions, which is our next piece. Uh, a leak says that Capcom will announce a new game on Microsoft stage at E3, which is really no surprise. Yeah. They did it last year. Uh, maybe even year I have before. the inside
1: scoop as to what game it is, too.
0: Well, inside scoop. It's the...
1: Uh The birds, the video.
0: (laughs) Do you have a prediction? Uh, I met that quota for the show. Do you have a prediction? I I told you birds. It's the birds. (laughs) One leak says it's Dead Rising 5. One leak says it's Dino Crisis.
1: I hope it's not Dead Rising.
0: I believe it could probably... What I really hope it's not is like just Resident Evil 3 remake. I
1: hope it's not Dead Rising or Resident Evil 3. I hope it's Dino Crisis. Me too. I'm so tired of Dead Rising.
0: Yeah. And, um, it really hasn't gone anywhere since the first one. And
1: uh, frankly, I'm a little tired of Resident Evil 2. Yeah. So, um, so I hope it is now crisis.
0: Yeah. So Blizzard said they're very happy with the way Diablo 3 on Switch sold and came out. And they want to collaborate with Nintendo again. Which to me is like saying, yeah, we're going to make another game. My prediction for this is that they're going to port Hearthstone. Because it's just a perfect game for Switch. It's... It's a not graphically intensive game. There's not a lot of card games on Switch. And it's a game that you can literally walk around and play very easily. It doesn't take your full attention. Like, you yeah. can walk around your house with it. So that's my God Mode moment, as you will see Hearthstone come to Switch in the next year. Do you yeah, have any other that. predictions to the contrary? No. People always say Overwatch. But yeah. I'm like, no, it's not. I
1: almost said Overwatch just to be, you know... Spicy? Yeah. Just to... Because I didn't really believe it. But um no, it's maybe I don't think it will be okay.
0: Maybe what they'll do is bring Diablo Immortal to Switch.
1: But there's really not that many shooters on Switch.
0: Yeah. I just especially know, competitive. I just shooters. know that they would have to rework the graphics engine quite a bit. Yeah. And maybe they would be willing to do it. it seems like quite we're we're
1: quite late in the game to play yeah. that game. Yeah.
0: So Whereas Hearthstone it's like no harm, no foul. Like what do they really lose by yeah. putting it? It's really easy to port. It yeah. take like ten people.
1: And I wonder if from a competitive aspect if they if that will be enough alone. Not to bring Overwatch. Yeah. Because it would sort of cheapen the whole thing.
0: Yeah, it would. Because uh, you know everybody everybody laughs at like the Switch players of Fortnite. Like, yeah. oh, you know, that's a joke and Well the game would have to run at thirty frames per second. Yeah, I don't and think that are really compromised yeah. that this is a prof- like one of the highest level professional games right now. I'd be like, "Green Counter Strike is exactly, to exactly. The, you wouldn't do it. The
1: level of play is just too high. Yeah, and, and given what you know, they probably believe about the average Switch player, it's just not the franchise yeah. to bring.
0: Yeah. So, uh, somebody leaked a game called Rollerball this week, which is supposedly Ubisoft's next new IP, and we haven't seen too much of it, but it appears to be a sports game. In the vein of Rocket League, kind of. So, like, uh-huh. your characters are all on, like, roller skates or roller blades. And there's going to be some type of ball. And I don't know if it's some mix on... You're playing like, soccer. Roller derby and, like, yeah, soccer yeah. or... I'm just glad that people are making these kind of, like, alternative sports games. Because yeah. I think there's a lot of people who want to... They want to compete and have yeah, yeah. fun with games. But, you know, they don't like shooters. So they're not good at them. And they don't like sports because they just don't like sports. There's a lot of people that don't like football, don't like basketball. Yeah, you know, anybody could pick up and play Rocket League, exactly. and I think that's kind of Ubisoft's very good at this. Kind I think of thing. I think with sports games
1: in particular, you need to have more than just appreciation for the game. You need, to, you need to bring in some of that outside knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Because you need to be able to get, like, the best players on your team. Yeah, you need one to know, know how to run teams. plays. And yeah, or how, like, for Madden, for instance, you need to know how defenses work yeah. and the situations in which you're going to And want, if you're which playing which NBA defense,
0: 2K, you need to know that this player is good at three-point shots. And yeah, this where
1: where would these alternative games, there's no baggage. Yeah, you, you pick know, it up just, the
0: five-year-old kid and yeah. have fun and be decent, and
1: I mean, I, there's probably a little bit of strategy you can bring oh, sure.
0: from soccer
1: into Rocket yeah, League, yeah.
0: but you know, but having knowledge of
1: like staying spread out, yeah, having yeah the goalie,
0: yeah. I but think. I mean, even if you don't, though, you're still gonna have epic moments in Rocket. Oh yeah, League. it's yeah, out yeah. of the blue. Like, yeah, because
1: because it's really not. It's it's not enough like soccer. Yeah, to, yeah,
0: to, yeah. All right, so that brings us to our E3 predictions, which we have. Done this basically for twenty years, but now we're just doing it officially through the podcast. Oh, It's hard
1: to believe we're back to this. I know it seems like E3 sort of launched this show
0: last Pretty year. Pretty much, yeah.
1: I mean, we were we were probably like a month later, but um, I feel like the E3 was sort of the impetus that oh, really. I remember took us over the finish you, line.
0: I, yeah, because I remember you had talked about starting a podcast for a long time. and You didn't really like ah, I might do this, I might do that, and then. You and I just watch E3 every year, and Irma was upstairs. My wife was upstairs, and she listened to us watching the press conferences. And she was like, "That was entertaining." Like she doesn't know, she didn't know anything that was being discussed. Yeah, you know, she had no knowledge. Just hearing our banter, she yeah. was like, "That was funny." Like you guys should do that more often. And then it was just like, "Yeah, we could do that yeah. more just often." Put a, actually, put a microphone in there. Yeah. yeah,
1: you guys listen in as we ramble on about completely
0: unrelated topics? <laughs> So, uh, how do we want to do this? Just we want to go back and forth or something? or Yeah. or Because uh, we're going to share some...
1: Well, that was the other thing I was thinking about. We were talking about this before the show. I was like, you know, how we were going to do this. Yeah. And, and I was thinking, oh, God, we're going to have a lot of overlap.
0: Well, I just think if you do one, I won't do it and vice versa. You just okay. say, I agree. Okay. I well, disagree. like I say,
1: I tried to go a lot of alternative
0: directions. Yeah, yeah. So. I I kind of just... I'll let you go first, though. Okay. So, do you want to do, like one prediction at a time, or just like yeah, yeah, let's do let's go back and forth one at a time. So the first thing we can skip this, the banter, because I think we agree on all this. I want Microsoft's conference is going to be the biggest. That's where I put most of my focus. Because Sony's not there and Nintendo just does direct, but I just want to hit this stuff because this is all pretty much common knowledge and none of it should we should, shouldn't have much debate about it. There's two versions of the next Xbox that's going to be announced. One is a low-end, entry-level version. One is a high-end, kind of like the Xbox One X versus the Xbox One S. We pretty much know it's going to be more powerful than the PS5. It's pretty much going to be fully backwards compatible with the last two generations of Xbox games. Um, We've talked so much about this over the past year. The X clouds going to be there... um, what am I forgetting? Like general next Xbox, now. i just gonna have a solid state drive. Um, just that, I just want to get that out of the way. Yeah. Like they're not gonna they're not gonna announce the price. They're gonna show a bunch of games for it, uh, and I think the big focus will be, you know, the Xbox family. It doesn't matter if you're playing the game on Xbox One. Uh, what's called the What do we got the Lockhart and the Scarlet. Like all these games will be playable on any of these doesn't devices. The name's changed like five times. Uh, I was
1: yeah. going to say, I, I, I thought it was Anaconda the, Scarlet. Scarlet. Yeah. Or is it Scarlet's Anaconda, gone now. It's
0: uh, Lockhart and Anaconda. Oh, that's right. Um, it's hard to
1: keep up with these things.
0: But I just wanted to get that like general expect all of that. That's not really a prediction. Um, my prediction, so I think they're going to close the show. This is my... And it's not even really a big one. They're going to close the show with Halo Infinite. They're going to say, this game will launch... With the next Xbox, and I've said it before, this will be the only Halo, and they're going to tell us that this will be the only Halo release on the next Xbox. We are going to build this game for the life, just like they've done with Siege. Yeah. We're going to add new single-player content, new multiplayer content. They're going to—they're to, not going to show us everything with this game because they've still got—you know—Gears Five is their big game of this fall. But I think they're going to. This is going to be their heavy hitter. Like when you buy the next Xbox. Are, it's, they're gonna make it clear the killer app is Halo Infinite, and I'm gonna call it as my game of the show.
1: God, I hope so. I want to be able to be so excited for
0: Halo.
1: I know. Be excited for Halo used to be a right of
0: passage. Oh, and they will announce Marty O'Donnell is composing the soundtrack. He's
1: back. He's back. Okay, my prediction is um, Phil Spencer will say "terraflop" at least ten times. <laughs> no. Um, You're probably right. Yeah, I, I think that's a pretty good prediction. Um, my prediction is we will see a trailer, a CG trailer, for the Initiative's first game.
0: I went back and forth on this one. Because they're still very early. I know. They're still hiring a lot of their staff. And I thought I thought about that because I was like... But I figured I'll swing for the fences. Because I thought about it because we know it's going to be a big game for them. They're investing. Yeah. It's probably going to be... It, with I mean, Halo Infinite? In actuality, I'm not expecting that. Yeah.
1: I'm sorry. And one of the reasons I'm not expecting that is because I think we'll actually see a trailer for um Ninja Theory's new game. Yeah. And we will. I think I don't know, I just don't think they'll wanna.
0: I see here's Steelers. Phil their has made a point after he got burned with Phantom Dust, yeah, with um Scalebound. Yeah. All these high level Cancellations—they've really made a point of. I mean, even crackdown to some extent. Like they announced it, and then it took forever. Yeah. Um, they don't want to get too far out ahead of themselves. I think if they were absolutely positive, like let's say they were going to make a new, pick a franchise, that they were absolutely hundred percent, like we don't, you Orza. know, not <laughs> or, like Perfect Dark. Yeah, if they were a hundred percent positive, like this is what they're making, yeah, not gonna change, they could at least show like yeah CG trailer, yeah, but I'm. If they want to actually like yeah blow the doors off, yeah, they could do that,
1: and that's that's the word around town is that they want to blow the doors off, yeah. So that's the only reason that I'm gonna go with this is because. And any other year, I would say no way because yeah, yeah. He's, he has come out and said, you know, I feel like we've been burned too much lately, showing games too early. And I think they're going to want to put a lot of the focus on Halo. Yeah. This and E3. Fears. You know, Again. this is the this is the Halo renaissance. Um, so any other year, I would say no way.
2: Yeah.
1: But the word around town is they want to blow the doors off. Yeah. They want to just go... Way above and beyond anything you've ever imagined before. Well, did
0: you hear it's their longest conference ever? Two hours?
1: No. Full two hours. So, I'm thinking my my logic behind it is they're going to show us something very Sony-ish. Very cinematic. Yeah, yeah. Well, we know that's what they're making. Something something we've never seen sort of from a Microsoft studio
0: before. Um, I think that'll be next, E3. So. But. Could be. I think that's absolutely what you can expect from the initiative whenever it comes. Yeah, this year or next. Um, and to be, so for those of you who don't know, Microsoft has started a new studio called The Initiative, which is basically their naughty dog. They're basically put together to build the next Uncharted, the next Last of Us, the next God of War, but for Xbox. Um, my next prediction, I don't know where to put this, if we're going to see it under Microsoft or Nintendo or both. But I think you will see a pretty decently sized Microsoft Nintendo collaboration announced. I'm hoping it's more than just, you know, like Xbox Live coming to Switch type of thing. I hope it's a little more than that, um, just because they've been pretty chummy lately. Yeah. And it would be, very, I can see Phil very much wanting like a like a this this to I see this to him being like a, a Boy Scout badge on his vest yeah. to get something like this done. Um, You know, they brought Cuphead to Switch. Uh, Didn't they bring another one of their games to Switch? Um, Well, we know Minecraft's on Switch.
1: Yeah, I think that's about everything.
0: Oh, um, yeah. I think there's one more. Whatever.
1: Yeah, those are the only two I can think of.
0: Um, But I I think you're going to see... Oh, Ori. They're bringing Ori. Is it? Yeah, they're going to bring that to Switch. Um, So I I think you're going to see them announce something. And I don't I don't know if they'll be able to go as far. Could you imagine if Phil Spencer brought Miyamoto like on stage? I don't think it'll well, happen.
1: I see I have this prediction too. And I think it's gonna be a character in Smash.
0: And if it, if it's that small, it'll be cool. But not great. Well, but.
1: I think it'll go hand in hand with you know they'll say oh well, we got a partnership with Nintendo yeah and yeah da, 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 you know and they'll talk about the partnership and then probably like banjo and then they'll you know they'll bring somebody from Nintendo on stage yeah and you know they'll they'll say oh we've had such a great partnership yeah, yeah. relationship with Microsoft and I just feel
0: like that's like a token like eh, yeah yeah oh, but great. it's it's just
1: to have that synergy of yeah. the brands, you know yeah.
0: I I do think Nintendo will will jump into this. Microsoft, Sony streaming conglomerate that they're building. Yeah, uh, it just makes sense for them I to mean, also pull their. Do
1: resources. you think? No, there's no way. There's no. What? Way. I was I was gonna say. Do you think they could sort of recreate the big three all on stage, <laughs> and have Sony a guy from Sony and a guy from Nintendo at their E3 to to announce? I don't that, think Sony. Will to touch to it. announce that they're all on Microsoft's, Azor, whatever. No. for... for I don't think
0: Sony would would celebrate with them like yeah, that. Yeah, see, I, I don't see it happening either. Well, um, I do think there'll be some sort of Microsoft, Nintendo, because I, I can guarantee, so if, let's say Banjo's and Smash, you're gonna see like Mario or something in I don't know, some Microsoft game. You know, something like that. They'll, they'll repay the favor. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, we talked about the new Capcom game. We talked about Great Rune, Um... This one's not even really a prediction. I'm going to put it out there. You will absolutely see the Fable, uh, the new Fable by Playground Games. And on Mixer, just today actually, if you search uh, Fable 4, it's a game, like it's actually listed as a game on Mixer now. So somebody seems to have screwed up some upload somewhere. Because I um, I think the big thing about this game is how much of a reboot Is this? Are they gonna change the tone of the game? You know, like that's the big question for me. I think they I think it's gonna
2: so first of all I'll be extremely it's gonna be
0: graphically extremely this is playground we're talking, so it's gonna look really good. Yeah, yeah. Um just I wonder how much because a lot of the a lot of the soul of Fable is actually what I hate about Fable, and it's that no offense, but that like there was way too much British humor in there. Like, <laughs> some of it was funny, but the, as the games evolved, yeah. that's all the games were. was like, the like, chicken chaser, chicken chaser, chicken chaser. Like, it just became like tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, yeah. And it not not that it like, there's anything wrong with it. It's just like, the games just became like a mockery of themselves. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I hope they can straddle a line with keeping that fable like soul, like the charm. But also being, you know, a little more... I don't want to use the word mature because that's not what I want, but...
1: What was the last Fable game? A little more
0: sincere, I guess. Almost more. I guess I would like to see it be more like Zelda than the last Fable game.
1: Yeah. What was the last Fable game that got canceled there? What was that called?
0: Legends? The multiplayer one? Yeah. Legends.
1: See, I'm expecting it to have an art style somewhat similar to that. Or maybe even a little more... A little more dark and, um, Witcher-ish. Yeah, well, not. I think it'll definitely be cartoony to a yeah, degree, yeah. but I could see them taking it a little darker and a little more serious, but yeah. still being very cartoony. Yeah, um, that's what I'm hoping for. But even if it's, you know, I'm looking at um, the legends, fable legends, and even if it was
0: that style, I'd be okay do with you that think, style. Do you think this fable will have a multiplayer port? Component, because Fable Legends was multiplayer only.
1: Um Or do you think? I mean, it won't be multiplayer. Do you only think though? it'll be a? Sh- it'll no, be not multiplayer player. only. It'll be single player, but there will be a. Multiplayer. Oh,
0: will it be single player, or will they it, take like? Will they take a death group? It,
1: I think. Think of No Man's Sky that
0: actually works. <laughs> you just insulted like five people, listening to <laughs> <Maybe> the show.
1: <laughs> but yeah, as I look at the Fable Legends artwork and stuff, I, like they had a lot of good ideas. So that's what I'm imagining. Um, something like that. Just a little bit darker. A well, I'm more. just
0: thinking of... You know how Playground implemented that... You know, your your car can race even when your console's not on? In yeah. Forza, Yeah. I wonder if they'll take some car. of that into Fable. Where, like, it is... Like, the persistent online world thing. I do not, though. We'll see. We'll see. Because they had that. We'll, we'll see. But you will absolutely see Fable. It's going to be graphically impressive. Uh, I don't think it'll be a launch title for the next Xbox. I think it'll be... Oh, it's gonna look great, though. Since this is
1: playground. playground. Um, what else you got? Let's see. Hold on. Let me bring it up here. Table um, Four, we already done. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get Battletoads
0: revealed. I feel like that's sort of. I was almost gonna predict that Battletoads battle have been canceled. No. I was almost going to. No. We're, it's we're supposed to come out reveal. this year. I know. I, I, like, I'm we're already
1: halfway through the year and it's supposed to
0: be 2.5 deep, how hard so can it I'm be really to make a side scroller um, with all due respect I'm really
1: curious to see what they have there what else you got uh, let's see uh, new studio acquisitions do you have
0: predictions for who um, not really I just think they'll they'll announce two more so here's two more two. acquisitions. Two. Yeah. Okay, the rumored ones from this past year were Relic, IO. Relic makes what? Not Age of Empires. yeah they do make a new Age of Empires. IO makes Hitman, Moon who makes Ori and Crytek. Those were the last four rumors. See, I thought Relic is Relic owned by Sega. Yes.
1: See that that's I mean they'd have to buy it with so Sega. Pick. They'd just be better off buying Sega.
0: What a waste that would be. <laughs> um, so, two new studio acquisitions. Is this your prediction? Yeah. Okay.
1: But I have no idea who. I mean, obviously, somebody to make RPG.
0: They've and, done really and, uh, well. They already they got. Um, what is it? What was that RPG studio they bought? In Exile. And uh, who makes The Outer Worlds? Um, Obsidian. Yeah, that's two RPG. Well, I
1: mean, did I say RPG? About RTS. RTS, Oh, okay. Okay. Um, So they want somebody to to uh, make RTS games like Halo Wars or or Ages of Empires. Relic would
0: certainly fit that. Yeah. Uh, My prediction is that Cyberpunk will get a release window finally, and it's basically going to be quarter one 2020, because Microsoft has the marketing rights to that, so you'll definitely see it on their stage. I think they'll finally announced that it's coming out quarter one 2020 I heard a rumor that we're going to see a teaser for um CD Projekt Red's next game because they remember they said they're going to release a game in 2020 as well at one point Yeah. so it's possible I just I don't see them wanting to take the attention off Cyberpunk but we'll see all
1: right, so you want to keep doing Microsoft? Yeah, yeah. I only got on, a few more left. Move on to uh, somebody else. Um, let's stick.
0: Let's finish out Microsoft.
1: Um, let's see. I already have Ninja Theories. I, I mean, I already mentioned that I think Ninja Theories. i game.
0: I've got back. some information on Ninja Theories game. Just to re- remember, this basically leaked a couple months ago. The game's called Bleeding Edge. It's a four-player uh, action game, like swords and axes and all that stuff, melee game. Uh, it's and it's meant to be like a multiplayer, like cooperative uh, God of War. Based. So like big, like really strong action, cinematic action. Think of a Ninja Theory game with a big budget, basically. Mm-hmm. And that'll be cool to see. You'll definitely see it there.
1: Oh, I got one more one more big prediction. You're going to see either, either one of the two here. You're either gonna see Rocksteady's new game.
0: Yeah, on Microsoft stage? Yes.
1: Or you're gonna see the Avengers game. Yeah. You're gonna see yeah. one of those two on yeah. their stage. I right. one.
0: Stone Cold Lock. I didn't I didn't think of that.
1: Stone Cold Lock.
0: I hope that can forever.
1: Lock. I know. Um, For both of them.
0: Yeah. I mean, Sony's kinda of had that Marvel synergy, so I, I would probably go more with Rocksteady, but
1: But see I could see um I could see why they would want to Bring Marvel,
0: you know,
1: Marvel would want to bring and reveal it on Microsoft stage because Nintendo has their Marvel game, Sony has their Marvel game. There's nothing really for
0: Xbox bring it to the new audience,
1: and you know it's not exclusive to Xbox, sure, but I could see them wanting to just give them something to hype them up.
0: It's a Square Enix game, so Um, I have. We will see Rare's next game. And I went back and forth on this. You know, will it be a new banjo? Will it be a new conquer? Or will it just be again be a new IP? I'm going with it's going to be another new IP. I think it's going to be much simpler and more traditional than CFTs because sea of Thieves. you know, it's kind of ha- it's it's been successful in a lot of ways, but um, I just think we saw a rare kind of struggle with this like open world, like multiplayer co-op. You know, like they, they put out something that has morphed and evolved into a successful game. But for their next game, I think you're going to see something much more traditional yeah. from them, like like a new band. I don't think it'll be a new banjo. I, I think it'll be a new IP, but...
2: Oh, we, I, had, we had I have
1: one guy. more, one more good one that I really just sort of thought up. I morphed it out of what I already have here. I think you're going to see... A perfect dark game developed by a Japanese developer. (laughs) That'll be third
0: person. Third person... I'm trying to think of a Japanese shooter developer. Can't think of any. Platinum. Have they ever made a shooter? Besides Vanquish? I mean... Vanquish? Yeah. If they did it third person, definitely.
1: Yeah. I mean I don't think it would be I don't think it'd
0: be like after price. the scale bound debacle, you think they would go back to the I mean, it doesn't have to be platinum. No. I I could see it happening. Um I really hope that rumored Capcom platinum reunion happens, by the way. That would be great to see. Yeah. Um I got a few other minor ones. I think you're gonna see you'll see some sort of next gen Forza for sure. Uh, you'll see Gears 5 for sure. I hope they announce some major new feature for Gears 5 that'll be interesting. I, I mean, I think that that series just needs an invigoration of something. A new reason to play it. You'll see Ori 2. I've got a couple other ones. Uh, you will see Gears Tactics and Age of Empires 4 coming to Xbox. Because they were PC only oh, previously. Yeah. And here's here's my... Here's my Hail Mary that I really hope comes true, but I don't think it will. Microsoft's been quiet about their mouse and keyboard thing ever since they enabled it, which I think could be a big asset to them that you can play mouse, use mouse and keyboard on Xbox. Uh-huh. And I think starting the next generation with that enabled opens a lot of options. So I really hope, I hope that they get like a big, like, PC game. Like, just, like, a very competitive PC game to come to Xbox that really is only possible because of mouse and keyboard. So I'm thinking, like, either, like, something like WoW Classic, which launches this summer. Oh, that
1: would be such a good get.
0: Like, League of Legends or Counter-Strike. Like, something of that nature. Like, something that really wouldn't be hard for the developer to bring. Yeah. But it would be massive to introduce... To if they don't get something audience. like, wow, I'll, my mind will just melt. Because like, you know, there's just there's so much potential now. Because there's a whole new audience. And WoW Classic in particular, you're starting this game over again from the beginning. Yeah. And now you have a whole new audience you oh, can introduce it
1: to. You know, I just had a thought for one more prediction. I just completely thought, oh. I predict. They will show off a new feature that'll allow you to use your Xbox in a way you never imagined before.
0: Like as a massager
1: or they, something? <laughs> yeah. I mean it could be anything. I don't know. I don't yeah, know, they are big on they, it. They they will show you something that you never thought you'd see. Yeah. Like your new Xbox will be able to do something you never you never really thought it could do. Whether that be run Windows or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or I get what you're or, saying. Or or maybe Steam.
0: That came to my da, mind. As well. da, da, da. That came to my mind as well because Valve needs to do something to hit back at Epic and yeah. putting their platform on in front of fifty million new people.
1: Well, and I, I just think if they're going to have this new high end one, that's yeah. going to have a, de- a dedicated graphics card, a dedicated, you know, yeah, CPU. Then it's it's going to need something else. Yeah, it's going to need to really. Like If they're going to go
0: after PC, it sort of needs to be a PC. Yeah. Oh, so. I, I got I got one more. I forgot about this. So this is really... Ubisoft has their own conference. But I think one of the last games you'll see at Microsoft Conference, probably second to last, will be... We've talked about it since last E3. The Splinter Cell <laughs> reboot, revival, whatever you want to call it. Because this franchise was originally... Synonymous with the Xbox, the original was Xbox exclusive. Yeah, and Phil really has made a point of trying to go back and channel those, like what made the Xbox great originally. You know, he's investing in trying to make Halo great again. Not, I don't mean to use that phrase, make Halo oh, again. I didn't know. But um, you know, he tried to do Phantom Dust. I, I think that's like he wants to like grab those core Xbox fans and make them proud. You know, and try, oh, yeah, yeah. To, and try to build more of an identity for Xbox because right now it hasn't really had one. No. It hasn't had that those franchises that are like that's an Xbox game. Yeah, and I think Splinter Cell could do that. You and I talked about. I think
1: like, it is. I think Splinter Cell is one of those games. It is. Where even though it's it's on other platforms, you think of it as an
0: Xbox game. Yeah, and Sony has done this very well. Yeah. They did it with Destiny this gen. They basically made it a PlayStation. Fantasy. Yes. Um, you um, know, there's a lot of games. We could see Ninja Tomb Raider.
1: When, when Tomb Raider, remember how Tomb Raider was exclusive yeah. to
0: Xbox? Yeah.
1: And people were... Curious. Yeah, not happy. And then when it did finally come to PlayStation, it sort of was like, it's coming home. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. So even though it's not a PlayStation franchise, it's one that people associate
0: yeah, with Yeah, it kind of becomes part of your, like... If you're a fan of it, like, it becomes part of your, like... Yeah,
1: so, I mean, Splinter Cell is definitely that to Xbox. I
0: almost want to say Ninja Gaiden too, but I don't think we'll see it.
1: See, I was going to go with... I was just about to say, oh, I got one more, Ninja Gaiden, but... I think I said that one What the about last. Brute Force? I, I said that one the last show. so... Yeah.
0: Well, remember a few episodes back, they had the episode of Inside Xbox. They called the Road to E3. Yeah. And they announced that Splinter Cell and all Ninja Gaiden games were now backwards compatible. Yeah. It's like, were they kind of like... Was that like a, a hidden I message so. there? We'll see. Um, so that's it for Microsoft, I think. Do you have any other Microsoft? I'm good. Okay. You want to do Nintendo next? Yeah, let's do Nintendo. I have very few for Nintendo.
1: Yeah, there's really not much. I think they're going to pretty much uh, stick to stuff you already know. Yeah. Um,
0: but, you know, do if, if you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only one. I mean, let's just say this because this applies to. Again, we've discussed this many times. You will likely see new switch hardware announced, like the handheld-only version, and then like an, a more powerful version announced. Like more. I don't craft. think
1: you'll see the more powerful. You version might
0: not, sure. but think, you'll see new Nintendo. hardware. I think hardware.
1: you'll see the the more portable yeah. version, but I don't. I don't think you'll see. That.
0: And I think it'll be an, it'll be available relatively quickly, like fall at the latest.
1: Yeah, I'd be. I mean, only because I think. Nintendo would be a you know, they wouldn't want to put their All more their powerful ads in one basket. Well they wouldn't want to show their more powerful version yeah. against the more that's powerful true. Xbox. That's true. Because that's just not gonna be a flattering yeah. comparison. So I think they'll wanna space it out a little bit.
0: Yeah, that's a then, good one. Um, you know. So I think we both agree on that though. You'll see new Nintendo hardware. Yeah, absolutely. Um The only real big prediction that I had was that No More Heroes 3 will be announced on Nintendo's yeah. show. I mean it is it's extremely hard to pick out. They've already got so much announced. I
1: know. And it's just like I was thinking maybe Metroid Prime Four. I think it's but really they just sort of rebooted yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Um, People always have been hoping that Retro like, you know, has this game that's already done. They
1: just revealed the new Pokemon. So. Right, right.
0: Um, they've already they've already revealed. They've got Luigi's Mansion already revealed. They've already
1: revealed Luigi's Mansion. They've already revealed um, Animal Crossing.
0: Yeah. I mean, how how much town or whatever that's. Yeah. Called. Uh, uh, the
1: Marvel game.
0: Yeah, uh, that's out right after E3. Yeah, it's like out a month June. later. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I mean, their their schedule for 2019 looks pretty. It's already jam packed.
0: Jam-packed. They've got that I, platinum game. What's it, the Astral Chain? That's yeah. already announced. Yeah.
1: So it's hard to see where they're going to make new announcements. Because they might
0: get some good third-party announcements. Their
1: calendar is just you man, know it's they, already they might
0: get some big games that are like already out but coming to. Switch. I mean,
1: would they would they start showing twenty twenty games? You think they don't really need to? I mean, they got so many big. Guns. That's
0: what I mean. Like I was trying to think of like what like earth shattering, you know, like maybe they could announce Hearthstone.
1: I mean they they already announced Mario Maker too. They yeah. just they just did that. Yeah. It's kinda of funny how they, they keep announcing games even before E you know, yeah, three. Yeah. Just a month or two before. Bang, here you go. Yeah. Here's Mario Maker, here's Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like most it people would would cool save to that see for E3.
0: so you know, let let's say so Xbox has their conference, you know, and they announce, well, hey, this Nintendo character is in whatever, Ori. I don't know. Yeah. And then during, they say, but make sure you watch Nintendo's conference. And then there you get like Banjo and Smash. You know, so they kind of like support each other. Like, make sure you watch the other one because, you know, they're giving each other like a piece of
1: content. Yeah, I mean, I think you'll see a lot of DLC. Yeah. You'll see DLC for Smash.
0: Yeah. Um, I think, here, here's my bold prediction I think you'll see another significant Microsoft game it. announced for Switch during Nintendo Direct. So, like, or 2 or Gears Tactics, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know.
1: Okay, I think you'll see something strange. Like, something sort of like Labo was. You know, like, just very oddball. sequel to Odama. I, but I think it'll connect to the Switch itself. Like, you'll have to pull out the, the Like Joycon Knuckles style. You have, you'll have to pull out... Like, it'll be like a new style of Joy-Con or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just something very strange that there's no way we can predict. Because, yeah, that's because, Nintendo. Because they're a Nintendo. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. That's anything, really anything, all I have for them. Anything beyond that,
0: it's so hard They've to say. They've been wildly unpredictable. I I'm, to, I'm gonna i I'm gonna beat this into the ground. Please make WarioWare for mobile. <laughs> And please make a new F-Zero for Switch. If you announce F-Zero for Switch, I will buy it tomorrow. I will buy the Switch tomorrow. I mean, they, tomorrow. they
1: already announced the new... I will st-
0: sell my cryptocurrency and I will buy a Switch.
1: They already announced a new uh, Zelda game, too.
0: Yeah, that too. So,
1: I mean, like, they are just jam-packed for the next year.
0: Two years, really. Um, so it's hard to see. Because like, Metroid Prime 4 is at least two years where out. Are you,
1: where, what are you Do you gonna, think we see Star
0: Fox something? or something like that? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't
1: know. It's hard to see. Um maybe a new Donkey Kong?
0: Oh god, I hope not. I'm yeah, so sick. Pikmin would be one. Maybe. Pikmin, yeah. Right. That's for a, Pikmin. that'd be a good good bet,
1: I think, Pikmin. Um Man, it's hard to yeah. it's hard to think of anything yeah.
0: else. Let's move on. If we think of more we can come back. Maybe a new Mario Kart? Who cares? <laughs> uh I really only had minor ones other than this. Um, for EA, I think you're going to see... I, don't, I really don't expect EA to bring anything exciting. For me, I'm excited for Apex Season 2. They're announcing their Season 2 content there. So honestly, that's mostly what I'm excited for. I know they're bringing that... What is it? Jedi Fallen Order or whatever. Yeah. I'm not too interested in that. I don't know what else they're going to show. Yeah. Uh, EA's kind of on hard times right now. Um, as far as creatively.
1: Yeah, they're going to have to show something for Apex.
0: Well, they yeah, they're showing season two. They are going
1: to have to show something for, well, not Battlefield One really, or Battlefield Five. I
0: mean, um, I feel like it's too soon for the next battle. Is there another Star Wars Battlefront coming? They could announce that.
1: Yeah, do they still have that franchise? I'm amazed Disney hasn't ripped it
0: away from them yet and said, "You guys, no, <laughs> like well, we know Disney." It seems just- like mismanaging yeah. the Star Wars oh, franchise gonna, themselves. That's exactly what I was going to so. say. I
1: was going to say, it seems like Star Wars is under fire from yeah. every single direction. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even a Star Wars fan. Neither right am I. Now. I can't imagine what those fans are going through. Yeah. Right now, cause like that, well, that's that, what
0: we went through with Game of Thrones the last six Their, their franchise is just
1: under siege right now. It's a dumpster like, fire. Whoever's in charge over there, do not they don't know. Um...
0: Yeah, I EA. keep hoping for some like, and I I guarantee it's not happening, so I'm not predicting it, like Dead Space reboot, like, something nice. like that. They won't do it though.
1: No, probably not. They won't you're gonna that. see a lot of like indie games, like you did last year.
0: Was that yarn game then? Yeah. Or what was it called? Raveled or unravelled?
1: Unraveled. And so was the the
0: boat game. Yeah, yeah. What was that game called? I know. I spent about. like
1: a half hour on it. Yeah, they
0: did. They, okay. I, I can't believe that developers and publishers haven't gotten better at these, like, well, we're going to show you this 10-minute demo of this game that, if you play inside your house by yourself, well, it's going to have an effect on you. If you're watching on the E3 stage, you're going to be like, get this off. Like, I don't want to watch
1: it. Whatever show it was where Sony, Sony unveiled Control, they unveiled Resident Evil 2, which I know <laughs> you're still gonna disagree with, um, they, and they, they closed it with Spider-Man, I think. They did a good job with that show. Yeah. That was sort of how I want to see a live show done. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want everything to go like Nintendo Direct
0: yeah, all the yeah. time.
1: I think Nintendo should be at E3. Um, yeah.
0: Without Reggie, though. I, I
1: think that's how you do a live show in 2019 is they would just get up there for a quick second. They would say a quick word and then they would just, okay, here's. Some trailers, you know, like and they would just let trailer after trailer after trailer play. You know, like maybe three or four trailers. And then maybe they'll they'll break it up and talk to you for, you know, another another minute or two. Yeah. And then it was back to the trailers again. And I think that's that's the way it's gotta be. No one wants to hear, you know, 10 minute long monologues from the developer about their hopes yeah, and dreams. Yeah. Right.
0: And, and like nobody cares. I respect sorry. the nobody developers. Cares. I think the only time that's okay, like I totally expect them to bring out the director of Halo Infinite to like lay the groundwork for what this game is. Yeah. Like I expect that's okay. But like yeah, and like I get they're trying to like get you to like invest emotionally like oh, you know, like yeah, I, yeah. I was just a depressed indie developer and like I you know, I never thought my like, I, I respect that, but, like, it's not what E3 is for. Yeah. Like, put that in a YouTube video. Exactly.
1: Or or maybe they should have a separate show. Yeah. Um, and they do, sort of. That's more centered around they, the developers. Like, when
0: they try to have these people come on stage and, like, tell a story about, like, their personal loss or whatever, and, like, how it inspired their game. Yeah. That's not... You're, like, E3 is supposed to be, like, a sizzle reel.
1: Yeah, and exactly. you don't mix. It should be pretty much one big sizzle. Yeah, there. yeah. And you know, I think it's okay to break it up every yeah. every so often and say, oh, you know, like, and then maybe talk about initiatives that are going yeah, on sure. within the company. You know, because we're trying to speed up download down or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine, I'm okay with that. But one of the one of the like one of the examples I'm thinking of is when they unveiled Devil May Cry five yeah. last year. Yeah. And they brought out, what's his name? The director. It's Sonal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They brought him out and he talked for like five minutes at least. Too much. And it was just, you know, random stuff. We, oh, you know, like, we, we want to push the boundary. You know, and it's usually the same thing. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. They all sort of say the same and thing. And there's
0: buzzwords that everybody exactly. uses every year. And it's year. like, no, we've Powered heard by, by the cloud. Powered by uh, the cloud. Powered we, by we the
1: really cloud. We really believe it's going to immerse. We're leveraging the cloud. Or immerse is one of the yeah. favorite buzzwords. We believe it's going to immerse the gamer like
0: never before. They need to bring back that guy. No more. From, no more than From, from Konami. Do you remember that epic? Konami conference, the 99 Nights 2 guy, where he's like, This no. is not just a hack and slash title. Oh. This is an extreme yeah. hack and slash title. Uh,
2: yeah. He literally we uttered we, those words. We need words. to
1: limit the opportunities for that to happen. So, um, yeah, no more of that. Just say your piece, and then here's like five more trailers. Do you got anything else for EA? Um,. No, not really, because they're they're so unpredictable. Yeah. I mean they they're kind of predictable and unpredictable. The only at the same thing time. I
0: could think of is they might try to show the next Dragon Age.
1: Oh, I got a, I got a prediction. They'll try to not be the most cringe worthy. <laughs> uh, but
0: they still will be. <laughs> they'll try to not be the most cringe worthy show. Because they got bioware. And I think they're gonna wanna wash their hands of the anthem debacle. Yeah. Speaking of which, this is the most bizarre. You know how big, like, social media marketing is these days. It's arguably the biggest marketing that you can do. Yeah. The official Anthem Twitter account has not put out anything in over a month. Jeez. If that doesn't tell you, like, they don't know if they're doing anything with that game, that's that's concerning. Because even the most dead of games, they almost always still have a social media manager, like, tweeting, like, every, like, five minutes, you know, like... But I think, I think you have to see something from Bioware. And, you know, maybe it's, like, they bring Bioware on stage and they say, like, no, like, Anthem's not going away. And here is, like, what we're doing with the game to try to, like, inspire some confidence. Or yeah. maybe they just go in a different direction and just say, here's Dragon Age 4 to try to make you forget about it. Yeah, they could. Because they already announced Dragon Age 4, like, yeah. two years oh, ago. Oh, that's true. I forgot about At that. At the Game Awards. Yeah. Not two years ago, this past fall. Yeah.
1: So I think you will see something more of that.
0: Yeah. Bioware will be there in some way. Uh, Bioware. Ubisoft, we already talked about Splinter Cell. Um, They've got a lot of games that they've already announced. Last episode, you said probably another Nintendo collaboration somewhere. I think you're probably right. The only other thing that I said that nobody's talking about, and maybe for a reason, is I think they'll finally kind of blow the doors off Beyond Good and Evil 2 at this year's E3. And maybe that shows up at Microsoft's stage because...
1: Oh, you know, you just gave me a good idea for what another good prediction for Microsoft. What's that? Um, the new Elder Scrolls.
0: Isn't there some weird lawsuit with the new Elder Scrolls that makes it so they can't announce it for like two more years?
1: Oh, really? I'd never heard that. What about that? What the hell was that game? Because they, they revealed
0: Starfield. it. Starfield. Don't you remember but that? That's the Yeah. Starfield.
1: Don't you remember they revealed it, though? But there was some. It was just like. It was just them, like showing an island
2: they that used said, like, some Older oh, like,
0: Scrolls 6 but yeah they called it like something something in the trailer like a word that was copyrighted or something and they got like in trouble uh I think you'll finally see Starfield that's a good one Bethesda has been developing this sci-fi RPG called Starfield for like what five years oh yeah now? that's
1: a good one yeah
0: I forgot Bethesda even has a conference yeah um yeah, Bethesda.
1: They're they're in uh, rough shape, too, though. So. Yeah,
0: they, that's what I mean. They need... So, what would you expect from Bethesda? Wolfenstein was a um, young blood. The Evil up. Within 3. Tango's got to be doing something.
1: I, I think it'll be the Evil Within 3, I
0: think. I hope they make something new.
1: I doubt it.
0: I doubt it, too, but I hope they do. Uh. There definitely won't be a new fall out there. Elder Scrolls, you're probably right. That's a good one. Next Gen, Elder Scrolls, Starfield, Doom will be there, of course. Uh, did you have anything else for Ubisoft? Um,
1: I don't know. I think they could announce one new IP. Yeah. Um, but obviously it would be new, so I have no idea yeah. what it would be. Well, they got that um, roller. They'll, they'll have some partnership with Nintendo again. They will... Uh, I mean, they just announced... Um, what is it? The new Ghost Recon. Yeah. So that takes up sort of a spot. And yeah. we we think Splinter Cell will be there. Yeah. So it's hard to see. If Splinter Cell's there and they just announced the go. The new division Ghost Recon, just came out. Um I don't think there will be a new Assassin's Creed.
0: I think you're wrong. <laughs> God, there is always a new Assassin's Creed. Please. Where I can she? in fact I will If there is not a new Assassin's Creed at E3, I don't know what I will do. Uh, I will eat... Whatever. A a bottle of jalapenos live on Twitch. There is going to be a new Assassin's Creed. No more
1: Assassin's Creed.
0: Um, Yeah, outside of that, it's hard for me to see anything else coming down the pipe. Um, So we know... So this is later. I don't even know if I put it on here. Yeah, I did. We know Call of Duty is going to be there. So it's been confirmed unofficially... There, it's a soft reboot. It's just called Call of Duty Modern Warfare. No numbers, no. Just Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, I'm curious to see what they mean by soft reboot. Like, are they actually gonna change up the like the game systems? Because the game systems, like the gunplay, has been the same since Modern Warfare Four or Modern Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare. Yeah. And I was wondering. I don't think they will. Because, see, when you get to this level, and, like, you're eSports-based, yeah. you can't deviate too much. I was thinking, like, what if they took, like, a true modern warfare? Mm. Like, so you're not really shooting all these, like, high-level assault rifles and SMGs. You're shooting more, like, you know, the, the weapons are just much more gritty. You know, like, I don't know. Like, oh, that would be like, cool. Sort of like Black yes and no like even more like like your pump shotgun is like no you can't pop off five rounds yeah and um, that'd be cool I don't think they, they need can, to do some- somebody should do that but they can't do it with Call of Duty yeah um, but we know that'll be there um, I also heard that it's the most controversial Call of Duty yet whatever the heck that means
2: Ugh.
0: I have one more prediction and it's one that you won't you won't guess Okay. The developers of Hotline Miami's new game will be announced and finally revealed at Devolver's conference. All right. That's that's the that, conference to be excited for. And we know that it's a side-scrolling sci-fi shooter, by the way. That's the conference. Or a, a 2D exciting. sci-fi shooter, at least. Yeah. The 100% prediction, this will be correct, Devolver's conference will be bonkers. <laughs> that's my <laughs> final prediction. Do you have anything else you want to throw out there? Any um, bold predictions? No, I, I think Dreamcast really... too. Yeah,
1: eh, maybe. I mean, Sega's gonna have something. Sega'll have something. Here's my bold I'm prediction:
0: Sega, Sega will, will have something. Business. Sega will come to E3 to announce that they've gone out something of
1: at at both Nintendo's and
0: Microsoft's shows, and nobody will want either one. <laughs> Do you think we'll see Shim'u three at either one? Or well, it's only on PS4 and PC, right? What's the matter? Did that game come out? I do. I do want to say. Did that game come out? It came no, out. It's yeah. August. Okay. It probably get delayed though. It, the hype. I that think that is the just PC that. conference because Epic is gonna be there. I think you actually will see some two to three high high level PC games announced at this PC conference that will be Epic Game Store exclusive because.
1: Um, will Epic learn a new trick? Any yes. 3 you think? Yes. What, what do you think it'll be?
0: Will they learn a new trick? Like, will they do something? Well, yeah. Besides, else?
1: besides buying new exclusive, <sighs> like well, valve to their to their shame and to their credit, um, they're at least trying to do something new. You know, like they tried steam machines. They're trying VR. I mean, there's, they're there's no way. They're, you know, I thought like, failing, will but,
0: they announce like the next game from Epic? And there's no way. Because they're just going to put everything they have into Fortnite for the next yeah. 10 years.
1: So they are truly... They the new
0: will new not divert development resources from Fortnite. They, no way.
1: So they are truly the new... Developer.
0: They had two other games in development, and they are both pretty decent. When Fortnite took off, they canned them both. <laughs> they are like, no, we're done. Because think about... We as gamers need to stop but, supporting these companies that but think, flush think, all their Think games. about from their perspective. Like, well, we can take this labor and put it into this game that's going to make a million dollars... Or take this labor and put it into a game that's gonna make $50 mean, billion. Dollars. Put it
1: into a game store.
0: You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, I guess. I think you'll see the PC conference, though, this year start to become something mm-hmm. worth continuing. That's my prediction. And Epic will money hat to make that happen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Market Mode, Dauntless. I've been talking about this game for a long time. It's a free-to-play Monster Hunter clone. It launched this past week, and it's already hit 5 million players. So check it out. It's on console now. It's a good game. Funny Business, Uh, Jack Black's gaming YouTube channel, which has been in existence for months and months and months now. Still has not produced a single gaming video. this Are are you
1: sure he actually said this was going to be a
0: gaming channel? Yes, 100%. And he starts every single video. Look it it up. He starts every single video with, Sorry guys, no gaming videos this week. (laughs) Uh, So, Godspeed Stories. There's some good ones in here. We covered that first one already. Valve announced... That They are making a standalone Dota Auto Chess, so they're making another game. Remember how the actual developer of the Dota 2 Auto Chess mod are making their own game that's not Dota? Yeah. That game is out on mobile now in early access. I have it downloaded, haven't played it yet. But Valve is actually announced. Well, we're going to make our own version. So, hey, you just said though. At least Valve is making a freaking yeah. are making games Doing something. Maybe. Hey, you know what would be? You know what? If Valve showed up, they won't. <laughs> if Valve showed up and announced, uh, let's say during Nintendo Direct, that they have redesigned Artifact, that they from bottom to, and it will be available. This update will be free to all owners on PC and will launch the same day that the Nintendo Switch version launches. That'd be big.
1: That would be big. So they won't was, do it.
0: I was gonna say that's why it's not gonna happen, but. Um, Tencent, of course, Tencent. Did you see Tencent now has a movie division? Yeah, because I've seen their movie. Did, did and you, you know, know what they're behind? Kong? The new Terminator. Yeah. Oh, this is terrible. Terrible, well, they, terrible. They've
1: already put out movies.
0: Have they? I never yeah. knew. Because,
1: well, I was just rewatching watching Kong the other day. Tencent pictures? That's a Tencent picture. And I think, um, I don't know if it was Tencent, but I think Godzilla... Is also somehow related. To Could be Tencent too.
0: Uh, so Tencent and Riot are finally developing a mobile version of League of Legends. Does, that does not surprise me at all. Here's one for you. So Overwatch League has been the most successful esport by far. It's got tons and tons of corporate sponsors. It's got it's on ESPN, ABC. You know, very mainstream. Epic has literally money-hatted the commissioner of Overwatch League. They bought the commissioner of Overwatch League and I, I put him it. in charge of Fortnite esports. This is like the most, like, See, not only are they it's going after talent, but they're literally trying to gut their competitors. Yeah, I mean, props to them. Um, their whole approach, literally their business model, is aggression. Yeah. That's what it is. Like it's total aggression and I don't mean that in a bad I don't not i am not like you said props to them for being ballsy but what what were you, what else were you gonna say
1: um I was just gonna say you know I, I, I appreciate the like you say the aggression just to go shame. out there no let's, shame. let's go out there and get the best of the best that yeah. we can possibly find we'll we'll throw money at them until yeah. they say yes yeah um you know and we'll take out our competitors at the same time yeah I think that's a good idea um um and also I, I do wonder how much of it is epic and how much of it is 10 cent behind them because this seems like something that like i Tencent think it's totally
0: do. to fortnite esports is simultaneously um the most watched all their tournaments are highly highly watched and they're super competitive and it's also the biggest disaster like because of the way they develop fortnite where they put out weekly patches and they they put all this like nonsense. They put airplanes in the game. They put hamster balls in the game. Yeah. Which change it like every week, which yeah. can be interesting, but when you're pro, that's a whole different dynamic. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Like people a lot of people complain, the more serious gamers complain, you know, like every patch you're ruining like the competitive scene cuz you're just putting something stupid that takes away from the game, like the actual game. In some people's minds. So it'll be interesting because Overwatch League has been known for very controlled changes. Like they will only change the game in between stages and give people time to practice. And like a lot of people can criticize Overwatch League for not changing fast enough. And then now they've hired that guy and brought him into the game that changes too fast. So it'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, so he'll... He'll, he'll definitely have his work cut out
0: for him. Man of Medan is out August 30th. This is developed by, what's their name? Is it Quantic Dream?
1: Yeah, it's the people who did, um, what was that, launch PlayStation 4 game? They had Hayden Penetier in it. Hayden oh.
0: Not heavy, is it?
1: No, uh, Until Dawn. That's, the not, that's not Quantic Dream, though. Well, no,
0: it's no. But it's, it's whoever did Until Dawn. You put this as number 10 on your most anticipated games of 2019. I yeah, remember you know, for a fact. And um, It's a horror game.
1: It was there, super massive. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's rumors that Microsoft was going to buy this. I heard that. Um, heard that.
0: As well as Quantic Dream.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, this was at PAX East. Yeah. I had a chance to play it, Yeah. I, I turned it down because, like we were talking you about.
0: You can't experience There that. are some games that you just cannot do. You know what I thought of? For my my home real home run, I was looking back at some of our older content. Yeah. And one of our original episodes, Bungie had, uh, but this this would be a this would be a megaton. So Bungie announced the new IP. Well, they trademarked the new IP. So going back almost a year ago now. I remember they got that huge investment from an outside studio. Yeah. Imagine if Bungie debuted a new IP on Xbox's stage. You talk about coming home. You know how much that means? (laughs) Yeah. Phil would be all over it.
1: Yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know either. It's going to be multi-platform. But just imagine them announcing it on Microsoft's stage. It seems like Sony would be gunning for them again, though. Sure, but um, remember they're independent. They broke off from Activision. Yeah. With Destiny. So, And Sony's not there. Microsoft would pay big money to have Bungie, the makers of the original Halo. Awesome.
1: Well, uh, here's the question: is, I don't think
0: it'll happen. Is, but Imagine are dang, those Destiny good. contracts still valid? Uh, um, everything's been changed, everything, like the exclusivity contract. Yeah, yeah, yes, but it stops at a certain point, and I think it's this year.
1: Yeah. So this could be. I mean, this could be a chance for Microsoft to get. Bungie back. Uh.
0: I don't think it'll be Destiny on their stage. I think that's why I'm thinking. Just imagine. Talk yeah. talk about what a moment that would be. Just imagine. For real, the game's called Matter, and we speculated about what their next game. I can't be. believe this next story. Uh yeah, DC Universe Online not only still exists, but it's coming to Switch. What? I when I saw this, I was, like, I was like, is this I... like? I thought it was like Twilight Zone or something. Have you seen
1: that meme where you know I'm probably going to reveal how old I am where, <laughs> where it says everybody and then it's blank and then uh, or no it says nobody and then it's blank and then it's you know whoever makes DC Universe Online <laughs> no, nope. that's pretty much what happened here. There's nobody asked for
0: this. Yeah nobody. But see that's what the Switch is doing and and I DC kinda... Universe Online is frankly garbage. Yeah. But I like, I do like, I don't even own a Switch, but I do like that there are games that are kind of getting second lives on the Switch. I yeah. do like that. Yeah. Uh, I should have mentioned this earlier. We were just discussing Overwatch. Overwatch has introduced replays, uh, which will allow you to go back and watch your games and control the camera and look at other players. For such a competitive game, that's an important feature. Glad they're still adding new features. Uh they're actually doing it's essentially confirmed at this point that one of the next Star Wars movies is a Knights of the Old Republic movie. And the rumor is that it's from Dan and Dave, the freaking Are writers you kidding? of Game of Thrones. Are
1: you kidding? Well, kidding. I could see it because they're probably like, oh Knights, oh, Knights of the Old Republic. That's like that's like the olden time days. Yeah. So we need we need somebody that If oh. you were a
0: Star Wars not only like you were saying, is their franchise in complete disarray Their next movie, the next Star Wars movie after Episode Nine, is the one from Dan and Dave. Yeah. Which has to be the most terrifying thing if you're a Star Wars fan right now. Why?
1: Why is this happening?
0: Telltale's games have all been removed from GOG.com. You can't even buy them anymore. Sad. Sad. The Sonic movie has been delayed until February 2020 so they can redesign Sonic. Should just
1: be canceled. Just
0: cancel it. (laughs) All right. Brawlhalla is now Xbox to Switch crossplay compatible, which is cool.
1: This was big at um, PAX
0: East. Was it? Yeah. I, I looked at it, and it's actually a fighter I'm interested in. Yeah. Uh, Travis Strikes Again: No More Heroes is coming to Steam and PS4. Not surprising. It's previously Switch exclusive, and Daisy comes to PS4 uh, in a few days, actually. Time for our spotlight. You want to go first?
1: No, not really. I'm still
0: thinking what I'm going to spot this week. So I got two quick things. Uh, First one is Splitgate is out. It's incredible. You should really try it. If you want a new arena, old school arena style, Halo feeling FPS. It's Halo meets Portal. I've talked it up many times. Lots of people are playing it. It's really good. It's free to play. It's on Steam. Go try it. Uh, the other thing I want to talk about is Rocket Arena so I got the chance to play this this is that new 3v3 FPS Uh, it's every character, it's class based every character has some form of rocket launcher Uh, I basically would describe it as Overwatch meets Quake meets very kitty everything is very like they're definitely going for the Fortnite audience with this the combat is very floaty. You can rocket jump. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. At first, it seems really simple, and it is. Oh, Smash, too. Because you don't kill each other. You knock each other out of the arena. And then you come right back in like 10 seconds. And you don't like you don't have health. You're trying to build up like their are well, Literally like Smash. So then when you shoot them, they go flying. Uh, the coolest mode about this game... It's called... It's called Rocket Ball, I think. It's literally like... Like, uh, like it's the game rocket launchers, but you can pick up this ball and you gotta throw it and score on the other team. It's just ma- it's really fun. Like it's just totally, it's really like a kid friendly shooter, but there is like skills to develop, and it's just mindless fun. Like it's just, it, 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 I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. I'll probably play it again. So it's in beta. It's not out yet. I was invited to the beta go check it out. It's definitely, there's definitely going for the kid I think something that people have noticed is like, there's definitely a market for kid friendly shooters. Fortnite has proven that over and yeah. over again. So, they're definitely going for that like, the, like, this has like kid written all over it. But oh, yeah. you can still play it as an adult and have a lot of fun with it because there's skills to develop, like I said. There's like triple jumping and rocket jumping and Different classes to, to learn, so it's it's worth checking out if you're interested.
1: Okay, so I am going to highlight Wolfenstein 2, which I finally played this week, and I'll just say it's terrible. You think so? And uh, you shouldn't play it. Really? Have
0: you, have you played it? I own it. It's Wait, on Game
1: Pass. Wolfenstein
0: 2 is in, not the old PC version, the new.
1: The new, the new Wolfenstein 2. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called again? New uh, Colossus? Yeah, was, uh, something. Something like it's, that. It doesn't matter. Don't you think bother. It's terrible. Just pure trap. some people should... swear by it. Oh, it's so bad.
0: I like the first new Wolfenstein. Yeah, me too. But the new Doom, I, th- I think once I played Doom, I don't think I could go back to Wolfenstein. I've had the new Wolfenstein for over a year. Yeah, and I've never put play. And it. there's
1: there's one other thing I want to call attention to, and that's the the uh, Bumblebee movie.
0: Oh Jesus Christ!
1: God, that is terrible too.
0: Is that already out?
1: Don't watch that, yeah.
0: Because I heard it was good.
1: Yeah, well, see? You keep hearing these things are good, but they're not. They're terrible. They're, they're so awful, awful. This
0: if you hear something is good, it's terrible. It's just misery.
1: Don't, don't, don't look into either one. of will save your time. I have, honestly, I've tried to watch that Bumblebee movie about three different times. Cannot get through it. Oh god! And yeah, I heard it was supposed to be good too, but it's really what not. What the hell is this? Your it's old so research good. paper? For yeah, look at look at the score. No, that's from college. And look at where the score on that. Thirty out of 30? thirty. Thirty out 40. of thirty.
0: All right, time for some off-topic nerd stuff. Though before we get into nerd stuff, I just want to say this, and I want to—we're gonna to make a god mode moment right here. Kawhi Leonard has been freakish. <laughs> For the Toronto Raptors, okay. Have you seen his hands? No, those are free fish. Do you make a prediction? Will Kawhi Leonard leave Toronto after this season? Yes. Where the fans adore him, it doesn't matter, and he's going to the finals. It doesn't matter. You Do you think mean? if they, there's no chance they. Let win me tell the you something.
1: That guy is from <laughs> Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Do you think he really wants to be in Toronto,
0: Canada? I don't think there's any chance that they win the finals. But if they did. Do you still still think he would leave? Oh, absolutely. He's he's still, you still you think he's that gone? He's out of there. I think he, I think he's gonna leave too, but I think it's gonna be pretty hard. Yeah. I think he was gone before. Well,
1: I think he wanted he wanted to go to Lakers. Yeah, yeah. But then LeBron James up. Yeah. Then he didn't want to go to Lakers because he he doesn't want to be number two. He wants yeah. to be number one. Yeah. So now they're saying he's gonna go to Clippers. Yeah, I've heard that. So. Maybe he'll go to the Warriors. Why no, not? no way. <laughs> so that's Steph Curry's team. He wants to be. Wherever he
0: goes, he wants it to be
1: Kawhi's team.
0: Kevin Durant to the Knicks. The Warriors are better without Kevin Durant. So we both agree Kawhi is leaving Toronto. That's yep. our God-mode moment. Yep. Okay. I just want to say, though, I have firmly believed that LeBron James is the best all-around player in the league for a long time now. I think watching what Kawhi has done in Toronto this year, I think, it, in my book at least, Kawhi is now the best all-around player. I think... He took that team and he he made everybody on that team. But I'll say
1: this. If he somehow doesn't leave Toronto or doesn't leave the East Coast. Yeah. I mean look out. The East is gonna be stacked next year. Find out. Because they're gonna get Kevin Durant's coming
0: east. I I don't care what happens, he's coming east. He's gonna either
1: be at New York or Somewhere he's gonna to come
0: to you. The Knicks are such a disaster of a franchise. I know. But I, I think if KD and Kyrie go there, they
1: got so much money right yeah, now. Though, yeah. Like
0: they're gonna get somebody big. Yeah, it's the it's all about marketing. And see, that's what's different about Kawhi. He doesn't care about that. Like a lot of these guys, like they want to only play the team for teams that are big markets because it brings a ton of marketing opportunities. Yeah, Kawhi doesn't care. He's just like he wants to be where he wants to be, and that's it.
1: And that's <clears throat> Los Angeles. Yeah.
0: Which happens to be a big market. Yeah. Uh, So here we go. Nerd stuff. Comics, movies, TV. Brian Cogman, who is one of the main writers of Game of Thrones. He was the so-called third head of Game of Thrones behind Dan and Dave. If you look, he wrote a ton of the episodes. He has been placed in charge of Amazon's Lord of the Rings series. How does that make you feel?
1: Doesn't really make me feel anything, really. Are you Uh, a Lord of the Rings fan? I don't remember. Absolutely okay. not. Neither am I. No.
0: But I think some people will be terrified of that. I mean, I'm
1: I'm I'm a fan of the whole you know, swords and shields, yeah. dragons and Rings. mystic forces and all this yeah. and that. So I'm interested in this. Yeah. But the Lord of the Rings series, like I don't care, I don't wanna read
0: the and books. has so to care. do something with T V and movies I've really been excited for. I haven't seen it They
1: haven't? It. No. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they really like, I mean, for me, it's the grand tour, and that's about
0: it. Yeah, I just, no, I don't care yet. Rambo Last Blood hits this September. Are you excited for another Rambo movie? no
1: no. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm a little sick of like these all these old timer movies yeah, yeah. oh we got we got one old timer ride. Terminator we got like, old timer Stallone is
0: literally just doing one last movie in every franchise he's ever yes. been like we Come got on. Rocky
1: okay I get we it got you're turned. old we got, and you're gonna uh, die soon yeah then. we got
0: Rambo
1: I get it and that's sad but
0: <laughs> I get it you're Come gonna on. die soon I still don't <laughs>
1: care um
0: Terminator Dark Fate. Did you watch this trailer?
1: Yes, I just watched it today, as a matter of fact. I thought this looked horrendous, and I, I warned people, you. I warned you.
0: I heard people say, like, oh, look, Sarah Connor shows up, and that was all so awesome." It looked terrible to me.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of get there. Like you know, James Cameron's back, so you, like you want to be excited. Yeah. I mean, I got I got to hand it to the guy. He he. Everything he touches is gold. Well, he's just
0: producing this, though. He's an yeah. like executive producer. And,
1: well, that's the thing. Is it, was like, it was like, okay, so how much is he actually involved? Yeah. And looking at that trailer, I'm going to say not very much.
0: I, I have a feeling like he like read the screenplay and was just like offered money to put his name on it. Pretty much. It was, yeah, sure. or Whatever.
1: I mean, does how much does he even care about movies at that's, this point? I wonder.
0: He, well, he's been making those Avatar sequels for God, fifteen years. I got a feeling that's gonna blow up in his I face. I feel like it's never gonna come out. Uh, I, I think, think that's he's gonna just blow up. Never gonna come out. But
1: I think he's more into like that exploration
0: stuff. Yeah, you know? I, like see. I don't even think he cares about movies anymore, honestly. Have you seen the trailer? Here's a hot topic, really hot. Have you seen the trailer for Batwoman? No.
1: Okay. I, I, first of all, let me let me preface that with. I don't care about any TV superhero stuff because all of it, except for except for maybe the first season of Daredevil, all of it has been just pure trash. Yeah.
0: Well, let me just say this. I always liked... I never really got into Batwoman. Like, I never really read her line, but I was always interested in it. I thought she was an interesting character. They've cast Ruby Rose as Batwoman. Does she have guns? I don't think so. Okay. Um... Let me just say this: the trailer is very identity politics heavy, and the whole internet is very, very, very up in arms about it. Well, that's
1: the whole point, though. Um, I'm not falling for that trap anymore. You know, like I think people, and I think you see this it gets across people talking. Well, about you it. you see this across media everywhere. Yeah. Like it, it's a, it's just a trap. They want to like outrage, get attention. And, yeah, you see it on both sides. You know, like they're just trying to get you angry. Yeah. Cause then they will know that's when you talk, is yeah. when you're mad. Yeah. So that's what they that's what they're trying to do. It's
0: very, very. The whole three minute trailer is one big idea. Like I
1: honestly believe, like you look at Fox News. I honestly believe there's more people that watch that because they hate it than than watch it because they it's
0: like it. Half and half at least. Um, but yeah, it's out there. The Batwoman trailer is out there, and then this one. This one absolutely disgusts me. Marvel is considering different ways to get Deadpool into the MCU.
1: Why does it disgust you? I like this. I hate Deadpool. Thumbs
0: up. He's going to totally break what the MCU has built. He's he's breaking the fourth wall in a Avengers movie. Get him out. No, get him out. See, Don't put him in there. That's
1: the thing. is Terrible. He, he pretty much will just be off.
0: Like, he brings nothing to the MC. I
1: think if you introduce him, you have to have him, like, off in his own little corner. They want to put him in Spider-Man. Okay, that, well, that would be cool, though, wouldn't no. it? No. That would be kind of cool. No, he's a joke. Well, yeah, but so, if Spider-Man goes off with Venom, that's going to be a joke, too. So, it ain't going to matter at that point. But, I mean, can you imagine? Like, they're going to make jokes about that, and they're going to make jokes about, you know, like, whatever.
0: I don't,
2: like, I don't hey,
1: Like, hey, wasn't it? it wasn't I in a universe that already had... Like, I guarantee you, if he's still there when the X-Men... I don't like it. If he's still there when the X-Men are re- reintroduced, he's going to pop jokes about, hey, wait a minute. You know, I used to know the X-Men and... I don't like it. Don't like it at all. I like it. And I like it for one more reason. Because it'll kill the rated R Deadpool movies. Well, that's what I mean, oh, though. That is the tr- expectation
0: now. And now we're going to get this, like... Shoehorned in, dumbed down version. Yeah. But I don't like the rated R. Neither do I. I think it's just overly. But that's what everybody who likes Deadpool likes. I just
1: feel like it's overly offensive for,
0: for just just to be kids. over offensive. Yeah. yeah. I can't Because like seventeen
1: year old kids will be. Like, oh, I'm that fine with me. like,
0: I'm. I would be fine with like, Marvel Deadpool movies. I don't want him in the in the, the cinematic universe. I don't want him in there at all. No I reference. Do. No reference.
1: I absolutely do, but you know what? it's funny though because he's he's in the comic book universe, but yeah. anytime there's something serious, you will never see Deadpool because he's not there.
0: serious. Well,
1: that's what I mean. But All then, he is like that's what's gonna see, happen with the him Avengers, in the MCU. He's never gonna be there.
0: Most of the Avengers have like you know cosmic powers and stuff, and you've just got this idiot with swords and guns. And
1: but a Spider-Man Deadpool movie that is gonna. Oh, that's going to sell
0: Buku bucks. Oh, yeah, I would, but I hate it. Games coming out this week. First, foremost, and most important is Gato Robato, which is a devolver game in which you play as a cat in a mech suit. Oh, it's going to oh. be great. Blood and Truth for PSVR, Little Friends, Dogs, and Cats. Great game. No idea what this is. Highly endorsed. Labby's X Labyrinth XL Limited <laughs> Edition. <laughs> The dumbest name ever. And Trover saves the universe, <laughs> whatever that Good is. Good job, Trover. So. PSVR. That's it for episode 44. It'll be fun to look back at our predictions and see how many of them we got right. The PSVR I'm hoping words. we get some ma- massive surprises this year. I, t- I do too.
1: And I think, I think the stage is set for that to happen.
0: I hope so. I hope so. I hope our just minds are like, like I said, like the bungee thing. Could just come out of nowhere. Something like that. Yeah, but I think even just
1: seeing Halo Infinite is going to blow your mind. Oh, I hope so. it's going to be so different. I hope so. So, you know, just even things we already know about, when we actually see them, we're going to be like, hold on. I hope so. And there's going to be a lot of stuff...
0: So. I really hope that next gen leads to a lot of actual like gameplay innovations. Like because we've been playing this. I think it will because the CPU is gonna take a of huge games for a while now. And um, I just hope we get some real gameplay innovations and new let us play in new ways and I guess I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So E3 coming up, guys and girls. That's a wrap. And Matt got a thirty out of thirty on this paper. However, many years ago, why it's on his desk? And that's a wrap.
1: Because I was so impressed with it, I was like, I got. Go.